0: This is Judge Dredd. I am the
1: law. You betray the law! You betray the
0: law! You betray the law!
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast. My name is Andy. Are we? And I'm PK. Are yes, we, we are. Okay. And we are. This is the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast, where we read, react to, and review the original Judge Dredd progs. This episode of the podcast, we will be reviewing. Prague 112, 113, and 114. The DNA Man trilogy. That's right, the DNA Man. And also, coincidentally, our last bit of progs in the second case files Omnibus. Yeah, this
2: is the end of volume two. <laughs> we uh, made it. Yeah. The volume that everyone said, wait till volume two. Yeah. And Damn it, they were right. You know what? We had what? The Cursed Earth and we had The Day the Law Died. Two really good arcs. The Day the Law Died was something... I had heard of The Cursed Earth before, because, you know, I, I, I've read Damnation Alley, and I liked it, mm-hmm. but, um, and I heard that it was, you know, The Cursed Earth was based on that. Yeah. To such an extent, I, I didn't know how based on him it was. Like Same. Same thing. In in Damnation Alley, there's also a, a garbage belt of debris and stuff, which is why they can't fly across the... United I did not know that. Yeah, I That's know. That's pretty funny. Um, it's even like a vaccine for a disease. Like it's the literally the same yeah, exact thing. It's the thing. same plot line and they do it so well. What's an intellectual property, right? <laughs> okay. um, but the day the law died came I had never heard of this plot line before. It came mm-hmm. out of nowhere for me. It's my favorite Judge Dredd storyline. And it's honestly the most I would say. It's the most the, Judge Dredd storyline we've had.
1: It was not only that, but it's also like It really did put push the world towards more dystopic than utopic. Yeah, that's a big thing for us.
2: There were some minor hiccups about, like, oh, the hypnotism machine. Oh my god! I know I I bitched about that, but it's it's still my favorite storyline. It's still pretty good. Um, and
1: also, I mean, they they adapted it for the fucking movie, right? Yeah, they did.
2: And also, it's planting seeds for future storylines, like Judge Fargo. Yup. Which which is only just barely, it wasn't even talked about, it yeah. was just shown, basically. Yeah, it was just, It's that's what's so good about it, it's, it's, it's like showing stuff that's going to happen, which is damn good writing. I like that stuff. So, PK, are you ready to, to tuck into,
1: how many, that's a nice phrase, right? To tuck into DNA Man Part 1, Prog 112. Yes, sir. Alright, so before we get started, um, this Prog was released May 19th, 1979, the script is by John Howard Wagner. Uh, artist is Brett Ewins and letters by Tom Frame let's get it started here PK I'm gonna have you read our narration text okay
2: deoxyribonucleic acid DNA just one molecule taken from my blood but in it is the essence of life and we have you know, the DNA strands yep, and a yep. pop-out panel. Yep. And the next one we have a, a guy with a little microscope and another guy behind him. Yup. Uh...
1: I'll, have, I'll tell you right now, this guy is the one who's narrating. If you want to give him few. your best mad scientist voice, I'd appreciate it. For centuries,
2: we scientists have had known... we have had known... <laughs> I'm not a very good scientist. <laughs> it's okay. ...have known that DNA forms the nucleus of, all, of every human cell that one dna molecule taken from a man contains the chemical blueprint necessary to rec- to recreate that man to recreate me what oh ah i started reading his speech bubble go for it go read refer- yeah uh, it's,
1: it's it continues into his speech bubble yes go for oh, it oh
2: okay that's that's weird
1: to recreate me beaker uh it is comma comma beaker so recreate me beaker oh the
2: guy's name is beaker because he was asking ass- for a beaker his assistant's name like is... from the Muppets? Well done, PK. <laughs> Doctor Benson. That's was gonna be. I his... wanted to do the Doctor Benson Honeydew voice. Well
1: done. You you even I couldn't think of what his name was. I knew it was
2: like a play on
1: something uh, science based, but Bunsen burner. Yeah. yeah Bunsen Honeydew.
2: I, I fucking love the Muppets. Do
1: you want to do the Bunsen Honeydew voice from here on out? You can. I will.
2: I'll be doing the ben- Yeah. Um. I'll I'll read for Beaker real quick. Okay.
1: You're mad, <laughs> Professor. Did the Beaker? You're mad, Professor. Um, uh, We have, but it's clearly a mad scientist in a white lab coat. He's got, like, goggles on. Yeah, he's got the fucking Back to the Future goggles. Yeah, he's got, like, a slide that's going into, like, a microscope. The guy behind him is holding a beaker and is clearly, like, kind of a disgruntled lab assistant on his face. Yeah. He's, like, staring at the back of the scientist's head, like... Kind of grimacing. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, our, our scientist continues.
2: The line between madness and genius is a fine one. Assist me assist me with my experiment and you may decide which I am.
1: And now we have a big, a kind of a cutaway panel where we look at the inside of this man's lab, which is oh, just... Oh shit,
2: it's a thing from the scary door.
1: It is the thing from the scary door. The giant, the giant human making tube. Turns out it's man. Turns out it's man! One of my favorite jokes in that show. Um, (laughs) But there is like, the two of these gentlemen are in front of like a big command console looking thing with all these switches and buttons. There's tubes running everywhere into a giant kind of glass cylinder full of like smoke it looks like, but possibly liquid. The DNA molecule was suspended in a glass formation cylinder. A flick of a switch and the cylinder began to flood with electrostatically charged chemicals. As the
2: scientist continues. <laughs> chemical soup, Beaker. My own recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. I decided this was his voice. So I did it. Yep. This is where I have succeeded, where others have failed. Only I have found the correct blend of chemical and electrical stimulation necessary to promote growth. And now we have
1: um, a, co- a close-up of the gentleman who's Beaker. And he's looking into this big cylinder. And there is a tiny... Little, embryo, like embryo, in there, and he's like turning around to look at the sign. He's like, oh, like you know, oh yeah. my god, like what, but, what, have we, what have we done? Oh my, my life! There's something, something growing in there, growing fast.
2: It's turning into a little, uh, little Mickey Mouse, but it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Back to a uh, doctor, doc, doctor, the professor. Yeah, He's
1: looking in. Doctor professor, doctor professor, He's looking. It's, it's Mister Doctor Professor to you. Mister Doctor Professor to you. <laughs> <laughs> Go
2: on. He's looking, in, you know, deranged as he deranged. Yeah, you know, confident and yeah. deranged. You are watching a, a do wonder of. Cr... Try it again. You got it. You are watching a wonder of creation, beaker. Thirty years of life crammed into a brief thirty minutes.
1: And now we have like a a, a time passage of uh like vertical panels, and as we can see, a the small embryo has grown into a small, ch- into a baby, into a small child, and then a human man. Uh, go ahead and read for the narration if you'd like.
2: Observe the DNA code at work. Absorbing, growing, dividing, forming bone, and muscle, and organ. Well, you may gasp, this is no ordinary creature. The, d- the DNA pattern is mine. The creature is me. The growth cycle is complete. The process has stopped. And the information cylinder is draining. And we see this full-grown gentleman from, like, kind of a back angle. So we yeah, get a butt. Oh, yeah, there's his little a, butt. We
1: actually get a butt. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. We have, like, a full-on butt, like, back nudity. So we're close. We're getting closer and closer to, to, to full-on nudity. Yeah. You see. Um, not, Fair not pickle. That not that we're cheering it on, but it's just it's interesting to note. Um, but now... This is just, a very
2: timid comic with, 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 you know... Sexually wise it's, it it's, honestly
1: hasn't had sex as a big plot point for the most
2: part Yeah, it's like it's like they're in the fucking oh, what's the other slide still when we go to the future movie? I was literally gonna say demolition man. It's like yeah, it's literally demolition
1: man It's so it's so puritan that it's just gone the <laughs> opposite way. It's like well, you know There's murder, but the sex is just you know, you keep that inside It's, <laughs> it's very it's, weird.
2: It's kind of British in its own terming where it's like no, we don't talk about that outdoors <laughs> That's not proper <laughs>
1: So we see the two gentlemen are now looking at this fully grown human being, um, but we can't really see, again, it from the front yet. It's right, from and the they're, back. they're looking in at it. Yeah, go for the scientist.
2: Of course, it is a first attempt. There were bound to be a few little
1: mishaps. Mishaps? It's hideous! You've you created a monster! And we now, the camera now pans around, and it is a grotesque abomination. Yeah, go it's, for it, it's gross.
2: He's like a, a, <clears> uh, a gross, half his head is... It actually, looks like just a guy with a bad haircut. <laughs> well, he's got one big bulging eye. His other eye could just be closed. It could be. Um, half his head is missing hair. That he's could just be got, a bad haircut.
1: He's missing his lips on half his face. Okay,
2: you um, got me there.
1: He's got kind of big, like muscular, uh, like almost what's what's the remember the plague men? They look kind of like devolved. Yeah, heroid, he's, yeah, he's he's ape-like. hunched over. He's very uh, Neolithic. Yeah, Neolithic's a good word for it. Um, and the the, ma- the the scientist is turning around, yeah. hands, you know, he's doing the, the waggling fingers.
2: My creation! Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it lives! <laughs> Not a monster, Beaker! A man! The first DNA man! Aren't and all men DNA
1: men? All men are kind of DNA, and women, but, you know. All
2: people are DNA people. We'll gloss over that. Um, however, they're now going to open the cylinder here. Um, okay, but but not a monster beaker, a man. The first DNA man. That's a line. That could be a line. You would think so. Oh, God.
1: Uh, you, But there's there's a worse one coming. Oh, God. Let me tell you. I just, and I'm running the Justice League thing. where It's like, I'm not a man. I'm a monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this much. Before we leave this page, you're going to know what the line is. Okay. okay. So... Uh, the, the scientist is going to open the cylinder, basically, as he's saying yeah. to his assistant. Hurry, help me get the cylinder! Help me get the cylinder open. He must have air, or he will die. With the first breath of oxygen came awareness, and we see now the hideous kind of malformed human being is reaching out its arm, very like zombie yeah. Frankenstein esque. And the scientist is
2: saying. He lives. See how his hand reaches out to me, Beaker, not to you. <laughs> All right, Dick, <laughs> go for it. He got he cannot understand yet. He feels this bond between us. He knows that we are one. And now we have like a little pop out where the scientist is
1: like rubbing his hands together and he's
2: talking to his creation. Oh, I that, yeah, they, I thought they were shaking hands. No, he was like rubbing his hand together. Yeah, I'm with you, my friend. But you must have a name. Let's. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, I'm ready for ready. The letter's
2: this. DNA really like Dennis. You will be Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so, PK,
1: <laughs> the letter's DNA, they sound rather like Dennis. You
2: will be Dennis. And thus... The worst named character. Don't pretend like you came up with that just now. You thought of that like weeks ago, and that's why you did this whole fucking project, you asshole. DNA sounds like Dennis? was like DNA sounds like Dennis. I should make a clone of myself, and Dennis. <laughs> so he did that purely because he's he thought
1: of the correlation between DNA and Dennis, that's which why he, doesn't exist. That's
2: why he did the whole thing. The whole thing. He, this wasn't, is, he wasn't even a scientist before. This is the equivalent he, to, he, like, he wouldn't got his degree in
1: science. This is the theory of, like, Tommy Wiseau filmed a porno <laughs> with himself, and then re- someone found it, and he's like, No, it's part of a movie! And he has to film a whole movie based around it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, He's
2: sitting around his apartment. And, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a bookkeeper. He's, a, he's, a, he's an accountant. Okay. And he was like, DNA equals Dennis? And someone comes along, and like, what's this? mean? he's like, well, now I have to make, make a clone of myself. <laughs> to okay. cover my tracks that I did something this fucking
1: stupid. <laughs> you really committed, overcommitted to this idea. Um, and so did he, really. So we turn the page, and now we have a little pop out. But we have the oh, he is gross. the Beaker guy. Yeah, we got a close up on this guy's face. It's not pretty. But Beaker's like gesturing to the monster, like accusatory, pointing to it, and look, talking to the scientist. Mm. Look, he's he's trying to speak. Go for it, PK. Oh, I'm you, the you, monster, you have too. to be the monster. <laughs>
2: well, I'm gonna do the Benton Honey <laughs> mm, uh-uh. It's it's uh, a monster though. Well, he's a clone, of Benton Honey. He's a clone, but it's not a good clone. Yeah, it's a bad clone
1: and we have like a big close-up on his face pk if you want to paint me a picture with words here i'd appreciate it
2: you ever seen little the old hammer movie the toxic avenger it is
1: like, a, the avenger. like the toxic avenger he looks like the toxic avenger he looks like a toxic he's got avenger. one
2: bulging eye half his head is 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 bald like scalped it's uh his, his <clears throat> he's, uh jonah hex with the half half his lips missing yep and one normal-ish. He's got eye. like
1: patches on his skin. Yeah, he does not look like a like a happy gentleman. No, he's
2: um, he's got he's he's like Jonah Hex and the Toxic Avenger. He's just he's just a gross amalgamation. You know what's what's
1: a weird thing that this makes me think of? The whole like I'll call you Dennis is you ever see that? there's a movie I don't even know if I remember the fucking like the name of it, but it was I think it was called I Frankenstein. Oh
2: yeah, with um Two
1: Face. Yeah, uh, with yeah, two the actor who plays Two Face. Uh, uh, Fuck me! I'm, do, I'm Googling. I'm Google. I know his name. I'm, we do this to each other all the goddamn time. Um, you know, uh, because it doesn't even make mo- sense the movie because he's not Frankenstein. He's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Um, uh, here we are. Is Frankenstein.
2: Is that the Doctor Frankenstein? No, man? he's the monster. Oh, okay.
1: Cast. I I can look at his face and I can't remember. His Tommy name. Lee Jones. Aaron Eckhart. Oh. So Tommy Lee Jones is the other two. Face. There's yeah. That, that's good. Good call there. <laughs> uh, Aaron Eckhart though plays a guy called Frank. A guy. He's Frankenstein's monster. And he meets these Order
2: of Gargoyles. Have you ever seen the movie? No, I've never seen it's, this movie. I've seen previews for it. It is awful. It, it looks. That's why I didn't watch it because it looked really bad. Good like, idea. There was like, good-looking Frankenstein. So named Frankenstein, of course, in the book by Mary Shelley, mm-hmm. Frankenstein is Adam Frankenstein.
1: Yeah, for, that, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, because he, he names himself after the Doctor Who it's anyway the point i was trying to make here is there's a part in that movie where that was really off-putting for me that that harkens back to this comic which is he meets this leader who's effectively like m from james bond like the leader of the gargoyles kind of thing and she's like you must have a name i'll call you adam so adam and like she just immediately starts using his name like it just felt very like well, Okay, I guess I'm Adam now, and he just goes with it. And I'm like, okay. That's the whole Dennis thing. It's giving yeah. me the vibe of like Dennis, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis. Uh, so that was a very like wide way to get back to that reference. But yeah, well,
2: and you know, in 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 the book, his name is Adam because he used the first creation of man, first man, yeah, yeah, so, the first uh, uh, synthetic creation or whatever.
1: Yeah, not even synthetic. No, reused but reused organs. Yeah. Um. The evilest brain ever. But the scientist, <laughs> the scientist is now, like, raising up a finger and waggling it at his uh, assistant. And, and he's talking to Dennis. Go yeah. ahead.
2: That's it. How clever you are, my friend. You are Dennis. And now they're both helping
1: this, uh, this DNA man, Dennis, as he, like, hobbles out of the cylinder.
2: <laughs> Go for it. Easy now, Dennis. Your legs are still weak. Come here. We'll take you upstairs where you can rest.
1: Upstairs, the professor washed off the last of the chemicals and found some old clothes for his creation. And now we have Dennis' is in, like, a like a tattered coat with an undershirt. And I like
2: how his old clothes are, like, gross old clothes. Like, you didn't care. Like, that's how we take care of... You couldn't find, like, some... No. We have clothes for monsters and clothes for humans. <laughs> you don't... It's like, old clothes implies that they're his old clothes. But they look like they came out of a fucking dumpster. <laughs> we don't put the nice clothes on the
1: creations, BK. Yeah. Um... And Dennis is like sitting there, like straightening his jacket as he
2: says. <laughs> Dennis. And the scientist is like continuing on. Yes, that's right, my friend. You are Dennis. Now you must lie here until your legs have gained strength. Lie here until I come for you. The professor and Beaker return to the lab, and now, for
1: some reason, I'm gonna I'm gonna read his Beaker again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like Beaker's clearly angry and talking to the to the professor.
2: Well, he's not been on board with the. He's like kind of been iffy about the whole thing. So here's the thing. I'm going to put a pin in that. Oh, but okay. The beaker says, You've created a monster,
1: Professor. He must be destroyed before people find out about him. me! Mm-hmm. Uh And uh, so he's against the idea. Yeah. Professor, however, responds, No,
2: you're wrong, beaker. There were mistakes, but Dennis is still a triumph. That's not completely wrong.
1: Not entirely
2: wrong. You did make, you did create life. You did. He's a little. Uh, He's not perfect, but you mate. But you did do. Like. It is a triumph,
1: my dude. Yeah. Okay, but what? Uh, it's like you're aiming for Mars. You hit the moon. Yeah. Okay.
2: So you. you know? did, yeah, yeah. 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 You're settled. <laughs> Dennis is still a triumph. I can study him. Literally my process went wrong. And the next time I create a perfect man, a perfect me.
1: And now Dennis, uh, not Dennis, a uh, beaker has a fucking like what? Do pipe, you mean a fucking like a pipe in his hand out of nowhere.
2: You're mad. You are mad. If it, if you won't destroy him, then I will. You, you can't. You must not harm my creation. And as fucking Beaker just clocks the professor, not with the, <laughs> not with the, the pipe, decks him across the face. Decks him across the face with
1: his like left, like his right hand, and gets like a good oh out of him. But Beaker continues, creation is work for God alone. <laughs> like,
2: okay, that's Beaker,
1: you, uh, men like you can only make monsters. Dennis must be destroyed. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: um so yeah uh suddenly he's a man of God um or he finally found the moral objections to uh, I, I, meh. dude this is like the maybe, you find, maybe you find religion after you just created a monster that's what that's what it usually happens here's
1: my thing right
2: it's like the people
1: who, like, were aides to Trump along, like, up to oh. getting his presidency? And they're like, yeah. oh my oh, yeah. god, I what made a, a monster. Yeah. What a horrible thing I've, like. Yeah, you have to realize before. Yeah, like, come on, man. The road here looked like the road and here.
2: Hasn't done anything. He's just ugly. He hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, he's, he's not like, a monster. All he's yet. done is, like, straighten his jacket.
1: Yeah, he literally has done anything. Like, he's as much a monster right now as. as- he you actually worked because you hit this guy. That's kind of true. He hasn't been violent yet. <laughs> so then we see Dennis is like walking down the stairs towards uh, Beaker. And uh, the scientist is yelling and pointing at Beaker. Uh, Dennis! Dennis, stop him! N- no! And Dennis fucking clocks yeah, Beaker across the Yeah, he's a fucking haymaker. Face. Just... <laughs> oh, oh! And then
2: it's got him around the throat. Oh, it's strangling.
1: <laughs> you monster! You've
0: got to... Ju-
2: and a little pop-up panel of, of of the of the of the doctor. Kill him, Dennis! Kill him! <laughs> this is the best version
1: of, of Professor this Honeydew. Is the, I love. This is I love it the some.
2: slipperiest slope. I love this. Though. In three pages, we've gone from. Let's create something to kill him, Dennis. <laughs> like your
1: arc as a character, like it it peaked pretty pretty like, early. <laughs> Like we're three pages in and you're already like kill my assistant. Yeah. Um. So if you thought that was too far, oh um, god. And Dennis added a second word to his vocabulary as he lifts uh, Beaker off the ground. <laughs> that face Beaker is making. He's is got it? his tongue out of his mouth. It's like the uh, 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 the very the very clear like I'm gagging, choking to death. Um. But uh, Dennis says from off panel, Dennis kill. And now we see the professor is looking over the, the strangled, eyes wide open, dead, you know, pose of, of his assistant, Beaker, saying... <laughs>
2: Poor foolish Beaker. He forgot that Dennis and I are one and the same. Dennis sensed my trouble and came to help, and Beaker paid the price. And now we have,
1: like, an aside cut to his face, and he's, like, grinning at the camera, like... <laughs>
2: and you've done well, Dennis... Now you must help me dispose of Beaker. <laughs> no one else must be allowed to interfere with my work! Okay, we've got full mad villain. Yeah,
1: we, we it did not take us long to get here. And we're already there. It's page five, and it's like, what if we just kill a bunch of people? Um, so, we now cut away, and it's it was late that night when Judge Dredd arrived, the old Mega City garbage dump. And we have... A pretty cool panel. We got the cityscape in the background. It's clearly night because of the outlines of the buildings are yeah, done they're, in white. Yeah,
2: they're yeah, they're white on black. It's um, so cool. We have a couple of, of shabby-looking
1: gentlemen standing with uh, hands in pockets or clasped in front of them, kind of uh, shyly in front of like a big grinding machine of some kind or a na- like a masher, like a, like a
2: garbage masher. Yeah, yeah. like the a- thing that uh, Casey Jones throws the shredder into at the end of the Ninja Turtles movie. Wow. Wow. Dude, I watch that movie, I watch it about once a month. Here's my thing, way. here's my thing.
1: I think of the Super Shredder when I think of oh, Shredder. Oh, he knocks the pier down the on top of the coolest goddamn thing I've ever seen. For it, five like seconds. Five seconds. It's the biggest blue ball I've ever had in a movie.
2: In that fucking, in the, in the Ninja Turtles movie, they throw Shredder off the roof into the garbage truck. He lands on all the backs of garbage. He might be alive. Yeah. Casey Jones walks up to the garbage, the garbage matcher and pulls the lever and goes... Oops! Like a little scam. Like a little little look at me. You just crushed a man to death. You're a psychopath. Oops! He is wearing a
1: Jason mask, right?
2: Yeah. So it kind of tracks...
1: I've but never. that little, oops! I, I think like, I've seen the first one once, and I've seen the second one a million
2: times. I love and it. And also, Shredder somehow lives through that, because it's in the sequel. Yeah, he's
1: in the sequel for some reason. I just, I fucking love Super Shredder so much. It's so fucking cool. Anyways, we have <laughs> Judge we, Dredd. Can we talk about Judge Dredd for Let's a fucking yeah, second? my bad, my bad. We have Judge Dredd scowl grimacing, <laughs> and he's got his hands on his hips as he's looking at another judge. Uh, who we see is Judge Lewis. Judge Lewis. Judge Lewis is like talking to Dredd and he's gesturing to these two oh gentlemen God, standing in front of the door. They're both dump.
2: doing the judge
1: pose. Yeah, they are both doing the judge pose. And Judge Lewis says to Judge Dredd,
2: Uh, uh. What's the Judge Lewis's? Glad you could get here, Judge Dredd. These two hobos. Wow. Yep. <laughs> reported seeing two men dumping a body in the back of this garbage shredder about an hour ago. They didn't get a good look at him, though. Any sign of the body? I don't know, I haven't looked. We've been doing our judge pose for
1: the last <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> no, the general the, the the Judge Lewis hands something over to Judge Dredd
2: as he says. Not a chance. Once the, once these babies start shredding, you won't find anything bigger than a grain of sand. Oh, it's at like the end of like Toy Story 3. Within the fucking those mashers.
1: That's the the fucking the molten you know and yeah yeah that yeah, was a thought, dark oh my, moment oh my god was a dark moment
2: dude i was about to lose it when they're all holding hands have you heard the, the the disney piracy thing no what's this um in pirate versions of that movie that part where they're all holding hands and they're about to fall into the lava yeah it ends right there
1: are you serious yes. <laughs> that's fucked Dude,
2: that would they just traumatize so many kids. Yeah.
1: That is fun. Don't
2: fucking pirate from Disney. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I heard that was a... I, I, I've heard it. That might not be true, but I've heard... It might That'd just be, be urban rumor, but... Yeah. It might be a Snopes thing we have to look up. Yeah. Anyways. Okay.
1: Um, so the guy's handing... the Judge Lewis is handing over some kind of thing that has the initial CB on it. Like a, like almost a wallet-sized object. Keep going.
2: Uh, uh, I found this cigarette case near the back of the shredder. Might be a chance for of some prints. So they found a
1: cigarette case that says CB on it. Something Beaker, obviously. I mean, right? So now back. I, at, mean, I don't know because I've read you know five pages, pages of Beaker getting killed. <laughs> back at Justice Central, Dredd sent the cigarette case for immediate print identification, and we now have Dredd looking at a computer screen that has a a woman with a kind of severe face on it. Yeah, uh, she
2: looks like the fucking no, like like the no nonsense lady who sends that, them out.
1: The the, the secretary, but this she's guy. got longer hair. She got like wind sideways she doesn't, hair. She doesn't
2: have the, uh, the, the glasses either. But no, nah, it's true. She was but, smoking hot.
1: She was smoking hot, and she also she's saying to Judge Dredd via the screen,
2: "We've got we've got two sets of fingerprints from that case, sir. A Mister Charles Beaker, a student at Megatech. <laughs> <laughs> power powering through. Plenty of his, so he's probably the owner." Yes, and the other said... The former professor of, at the Tech, sir, dismissed last year for his rather unusual ideas.
1: And now we have a close-up on her face. Oh, my God. Go for it.
2: His name is Frankenstein, sir. Professor Milton D. Frankenstein.
1: End of Prague. Next Prague, the Legion of Horrors. So... Frankenstein! So after all that, that huge setup. They then let us know. Oh yeah, this is Frankenstein. Oh yeah, his name like, is Frankenstein. Like, no joke. So let's get into this, shall <laughs> we, PK? It's
2: it's Frankenstein.
1: I love that movie. Settings and places: Mega City One. We have the lab of Professor Frankenstein. Yeah. Not at Megatech because he's been dismissed from Megatech. Met, dismissed from Megatech. Which we is have. the Mega City University. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, we have Megatech, what we can assume is one of the colleges in Mega City that specializes in technology. We, I, it's a clear like. You know, New York Tech or what have you—it's a pure play on words.
2: Why does Beaker have a cigarette case if we learn about the smoke in specific buildings? That's a good question.
1: I actually bring this up later in our in our progs. Not necessarily that that uh, about that particular bit, but there's a there's some weird stuff going on about this. I have some questions about. So put a big pin in that Okay. and keep that in mind
2: cuz i still came over the fucking smokatorium the smokatorium the Thank smokatorium you. yes the dangers of smoking I episode think about that every fucking day of my
1: life it's it's in your brain for the rest of your life it's just taking up space man that's all that we're doing is just dumping <laughs> shit in there <laughs> we could remember useful things no no nah. settings and places we also have the old mega city garbage dump mm-hmm. um which is kind of interesting cuz we've so far been promoting uh, recycling. Mm-hmm. Recycling in Mega and Mega City is very, like, I mean, back when it was very utopian-esque, it was all about like, you know, no litter campaigns, and it was... Oh, yeah! Right? The guy got, like, pulled over for littering! Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, so it's interesting that we have garbage dumps now, yeah. right? So that's interesting. I, I'm, I have some theories about that. That is in the same pin. Put that under the same mm-hmm. pin as mm-hmm. the cigarette mm-hmm. case. And the okay? Smokatorium. Okay. Uh, characters. We have Professor Milton D. Frankenstein. <laughs> Uh, he's evil. We learn he's evil because he murders his scientists. He orders his creation to murder his scientists. Within minutes for... of us meeting him. Yeah, so that's his arc. His yeah. arc is, I I made a monster.
2: I made a monster. Good for me! Um, we also have... Go ahead. Beaker wasn't that great either. He's like, let's kill him! <laughs> he hasn't done anything yet, dude. Charles
1: Beaker, student at Megatech, who probably followed his professor out of school to help him with ex- experiments with human cloning, Clearly named after Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew's assistant from The Muppet Show. Also gained a conscious out of nowhere for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, we also have Judge Lewis, who... That's all we know about him. Judge Lewis. <laughs> he lived. That is true. He's not the first one to live, though. No, There's he's not the first ones. one. Uh, the first one was Strong. Judge Strong. Yeah. And we might be at the point where more have lived than died. I, I really think so. Because, okay. I mean... For a while, but like, still, so shocking. It yeah. is weird, you know. We usually it was always red shirts, right? Yeah. Name judge is gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you, you named early in a prong, you're probably dead. But no, I mean, think
2: of Chico and Shay didn't die. I wish that. Uh, <laughs> not because I dislike their nationality. I dislike their caricature. You know what? Though we have
1: had a lot of judges die from the fucking war. From uh, that's true. We had a lot uh, they from the,
2: yeah the the judge the, Schmaltz. The inter- um, we had thank God
1: for that. J- judge Grap, Judge Jack Gradgrind, Grined, and Patton all, all died, died so on the
2: curse of Earth. The curse of Earth. So we've had some judges die. So maybe more have died. Maybe more but, have died. But it we used have- to be a, if a judge was introduced in this parag and not dread, they're gonna die. Oh man, we've even had fucking yeah, dude. We've had Cal's died,
1: Goodmans died, like almost every name judge has died. Yeah, we're short on judge characters. Yeah, we really are. So. Moving on, though. Items and technology of no... Professor Frankenstein uh, has unlocked the ability to clone himself, albeit poorly. Yeah. That's a, it's an advancement, right? It's a, it's not the Mars, but it's Moon. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We also know that gar- garbage grinders in Megacity can reduce things down to a
2: grain of sand. That's which is pretty, pretty better fucking... Than, yeah. Better than we have now, right? Yeah, if you can take, you know, stuff down and, and t- 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 make its mass very small. You can probably re- repurpose that into like yeah. building structure. yeah. Cabinet, Concrete.
1: Right? I mean, if if Wally's taught me anything, it makes her great, you know, fucking horrible <laughs> dystopic future. Oh my
2: god, uh, I love it. I saw the movie Wally in theaters, and I love that movie. I do love that so movie completely. I just, I'll, I'll never forget favorite Pixar movie. One of my friends saw it in theaters uh, with with her, with her friends and 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 their dad. Mm-hmm. And like the dad, he's, a, he's annoying. He's a known boisterous, cool guy. He like just sees Wally building the things. He just lets out a, a huge. He's been busy at work. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I think that movie has one of my favorite shots in all cinema, which is the after Wally goes back from having met Eve, and he goes back to work for the first time, and he makes that first cube and just is staring at it. Yeah, he's looking at it um, from
0: no
2: dialogue.
1: a, A thousand boxes identical, and he's just staring at it like, the futility of like the ca- oh I love it so much it's it so good it does so
2: m- the first third of the movie has no dialogue and it's so good it's probably the best it's it's my favorite uh, I think it's my favorite Sorry. It, next it's putting that and Up that's my two Up Wally, Toy Story 3
1: ooh what about the the? Oh, am I really not thinking of the fucking family the Superman families what, Incredibles Incredibles I was like I was like The Independence no it's not it
2: the Incredibles are really good They're it's really just good. Watchmen for kids but it's really good it's very very good um, t- quick thing We have terrible
1: slang Made up words Judge dread one liners The one line I like a lot In this is The letters DNA They sound like Dennis <laughs> You will be Dennis <laughs> Like DNA That sounds like Dennis I'll where, name you I'll name you Dennis Where are you getting this from First of all What the DNA. fuck DNA Yeah I don't I mean what? What? Can we think of a better name What would be a better let's, let's take uh, 60 seconds Prometheus Adam uh, I mean like A name based off DNA Oh uh, Dinah like Dan Dan! <laughs> Why not Dan? It's the same letters. You'll be Dennis. Move two of them. No. Dan the DNA man? How much, how fucking great would that That's be? That's no. much
2: better than Dennis. I don't, I don't, I love it. This is such a, 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 a what's the word? A, like a pencil pusher kind of name, it, you know? It, I, I get like very uh, waspish. Oh, hello, I'm, de- like fucking, it's always something in Philadelphia. The diff-
1: yeah, yeah, I get that. One last thing you you hit on, which was the wo- use of the word hobos, <laughs> which is a a, a derogatory or, term uh, for the homeless, for a homeless person, tramp or vagrant. Yes, it's not a great use of the word, but hey, you know, here we are. It's 1979. Where we've come farther. Uh, monsters. We have Dennis, uh, a horribly ugly mutated version of a uh, clone of Professor Frankenstein. Hooray! Yeah. Um, world building, though. Is he the monster,
2: though, or is Doctor Frankenstein the monster? You know what? See. PK?
1: We might get into that okay. if this is an analogous remember, story to
2: Doctor Frankenstein. I just remember seeing this one little post online that says, "Child being a child is knowing that Frankenstein is the monster. Mm-hmm. Being an adult is knowing that the Frankenstein is the scientist. Being an in- intellectual knowing is knowing that the scientist is the monster." Yes, that's a very good. That's a very very good
1: uh, kind of like summation of what we're about to experience. Okay, so world building. Beaker states creation is work for God alone after his mad scientist mentor creates an abominable killing machine after possibly years of work now you have morals just like right now
2: well he saw that it was ugly and he said I don't want to make ugly things remember
1: value If we know anything from the Night of the Vampire it's only sad when beautiful people die yeah that's that's, that's, that's when right. it was too much oh right?
2: my god <laughs> those fucking robots they had to kill the one pretty girl
1: Yep. Too bad. You could have gotten away with it forever. Could have just kept all killing those ugly kids. But nope. You had to kill the daughter. Um, to specify something here that you kind of, we kind of bro- brought up a little bit. Way back in Prog number six. So, so like our third podcast. Yup. was titled Frankenstein 2. The car! <laughs> the evil car! Nope, the... nope, that was Elvis. Oh, Frankenstein 2. Judge Dredd broke up a gang who were hijacking automatic transports with dead bodies inside to harvest organs for transplant surgery. Which, if you don't remember this, I can tell you one I thing.
2: I vaguely remember this issue. This Wh- prog.
1: Which, let us not forget, literally made could literally make people immortal, and so it was banned. <laughs> That's right! That was that shit. So, in re- also... So that's, like, close to cloning, right? It's transplant surgery. You're not cloning, but you're taking body parts from their bodies and, like, transplanting it onto yourself.
2: And it's illegal.
1: It's banned. Because it could make someone live forever. Yeah. Which totally, like, they say, yeah, this would work. This would work. Yeah. But, you know, it's banned. Too bad. Well, Um, they
2: have an overpopulation problem.
1: So... I was thinking, I was, primarily I meant bring this up because, one, we have Frankenstein for the third, the second time in this fucking prog, we're doing yeah. this again, but like,
2: Elvis was the evil
1: car. Elvis was the evil car, and that was on the moon.
2: That was on the moon? Yeah, it was on that the was moon. It was on the
1: moon. So, here's the thing.
2: Oh
1: my god. I'm just not sure about this, and I'm gonna ask you, do you have any recollection of cloning being mentioned or used as a plot device so far in this comic?
2: So far as of what re- we've read, I do not remember any cloning yeah. being mentioned.
1: So I know that there is cloning. Because we've we, we've talked about this before. It's it's. And we've seen we've, the movie. Yes, we have. So I I was trying to think of like what are the ninety five clo- What are the cloning adjacent things, right? And that was the Frankenstein two I thought of, which is actually it says transplant surgery. Right. The other one
2: face through construction surgery that was the
1: new you surgery it does yeah. it says it's genetic surgery yeah, but it does, does not alter. say clo- it does not say cloning you're right so here's the other thing in regards to everyone's favorite man eating dinosaur Satanus,
2: they cloned the Jurassic Park Satanus so
1: here's the thing in Prague number 73 it specifically states that the process which created Satanus was similar to cloning but not cloning exactly because they injected dinosaur DNA into alligator eggs
2: okay that's you're
1: literally right. they literally Jurassic Park did yeah. before Jurassic Park was ever a thing yeah so that means that up to this point, Cloning has not been well or truly addressed in the Megaverse, in my opinion.
2: With knowing what we know, do you think it's a coincidence they introduced uh, Judge Fargo and cloning this close together? I mean, it's... With knowing what we know? It's... It's what? Okay, so we're
1: at DM... We're at Prog 112, and I think it was... Yeah, it was Prague 107. So it was five Progs ago they introduced uh, Judge Fargo, and that was it. So... That's pretty interesting, honestly. They bring up cloning and Fargo that close together. Because we, not having read this, but it, Fargo, we know that like Fargo has a history with cloning and Judge Dredd. And the movie, 1995, yeah. Judge Dredd movie. So it's interesting to th- notice that. I haven't noticed that before. Overall, this is very much a Monster of the Week kind of thing. And there's not a lot of like world building that goes on.
2: Not a lot. No. Not
1: really. But for Death Count, we do have Beaker. Beaker did die. Beaker
2: did get strangled to death.
1: Strangled by Dennis, the monster he helped create.
2: <laughs> Slowly,
1: like a fucking wet balloon getting... That's hit. right, Beaker. You're being strangled to death. <laughs> it's not choking, it's strangling. <laughs> I'm okay. groaning him. Oh, good shit. Is there anything else you want to talk about for this particular prog, PK? I, DNA Man okay. Part 1.
2: This might be way out of there, but refresh my memory. In Rico Returns... Yes. Do they always do they do they call him Judge Dredd's brother at all? They
1: do, absolutely. Okay. He has, they he do is, say brother. They mention that a lot. I mean he's not heavy, brother. So, he's my, my brother. brother. Yeah.
2: That's the that's it's, the lie.
1: They also refer to him also as Judge Dredd, because he would have there would have been two Judge Dreds back then.
2: You're right. So, okay. Yeah. So Rico Dredd is his brother. That
1: straight up said so. Okay. Yes. Um, they because I know on that
2: when there's no mention of cloning, despite knowing what we know, yep, <laughs> that him and Dread are clones of Judge Fargo. They even bring it back. They brought Rico
1: up a couple of times. Now. They have. They brought him up when he showed up. They brought him up when they went back to the academy with Gibson because Gibson was top, like in the top of their class, mm-hmm. along with him and his brother. And they mentioned that uh, Rico was struck from the order, and then. They brought
2: him up when Judge Dredd was going to get sentenced to serve Penal Colony on Titan. So Yeah, and then we saw a little outlook. Well, we don't just drop the main character's brother and have him die in one issue and not have some regrets like, let's, let's bring him back a little bit. I mean, honestly, it, it, we, we've made
1: jokes about it, but the fact that he only had like one prog, it's, it's kind of sad.
2: Yeah, so I can see that they have a little bit of regrets about that. Like when Eastman and Laird wrote Ninja Turtles and the kill shutter off in issue one. Oh. Like, no, that was a great villain. That bring him so back. so cool. Why
1: did we get rid of him? Yeah. I get that. I very much get that. So, is that all you want to bring up for part one, PK? Yep. All right. So, let's move on to prog 113, The DNA Man, part two. This prog's released May 26, 1979. Script is by John Howard Wagner. Wagner. Uh, artist Brett Ewens and letters by Tom Frame. We pick up. um, We have one of those wonderful things that happened, PK. One of those, this is me. Record scratch, what? so this is me. You're probably wondering how I got here. And I to, am! It's totally that. PK, if you want to describe what's going on
2: here, I'd appreciate it. Judge? No, okay. So there's three people. Yep. Uh, Walter, two people and a robot. <laughs> I mean, Walter's a
1: person. We've been calling robot deaths as deaths, so okay, I'm going to okay. say he's a person.
2: So there's Walter, and behind him is Judge Dredd and some lady. Yep. And he's brandishing a, a rolling pin. Walter has a rolling pin. At, uh, at these two thugs, one armed with an axe and one
1: armed with a knife. Yep. Um, the lady behind them has her mu- her hands to her mouth like, yeah, like, Oh, no! And she's wearing like a floral print dress. She's got her hair up in a bun. Oh, and Judge Dredd has a gun. Judge Dredd does have his lawgiver, but Walter is standing between him and the, the criminals, you know. Despite Judge Dredd having his fucking... Ass-kicking lawgiver which will kill. So let's—I mean, you, you've done the vo- voice of Walter up to this point. You got
2: to yeah. keep going. Save yourself, Judge Dredd. Walter will make the supreme sacrifice.
1: And we have voices: Kill Dredd, yeah. Kill Dredd. And so we are going to learn about the Legion of Horrors. And now we cut back, of course. We're yeah, record scratch. <laughs> this is me. We got to go back now. We got to go back. That's, what's the what's the Spider-Man thing? All right, let's do this one more time. Let's do this one more time. One last time. Um, Judge Dredd's investigations into the suspected murder of Charles Beaker, a student at Megacity City Tech, have brought him to the home of Professor Milton D. Frankenstein. Because remember, he found the fucking like, yeah, prints on the cigarette they case. they found
2: his prints on the cigarette case. So
1: Dredd is in the lab that we saw from the last prog. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein, I just noticed, is wearing goggles on oh, his head, head. And around his neck. And around his neck. <laughs> Why you need two pairs of goggles? I don't know. I, don't I also know. love that
2: like they really want the aesthetic of the old you know castle, oh, despite yeah. being in Mega City One. It's oh, like, you're right. There's fu- it's cobblestone in the it's background. It's like cobblestone and like look at the old fucking nineteen ten beakers with like the little fucking it wavy is, glass it is, tubes.
1: It is very much a mishmash of old tech and new tech, and I like that old setting and new yeah, tech. Yeah,
2: there's a computer and like those stuff you see in like old horror
1: movies. Oh yeah, it's like the the scene of creation of Flubber. <laughs> um, there's a reference for you. Dredd, however, is is got his got the CB cigarette case in his hand. We can't be sure the murdered man was Beaker, but this cigarette case was found at the scene. It carries your fingerprints, Professor. And the professor is like kind of
2: gesturing, like, Ah,
1: "What are you gonna do?" Like, shrugging, yeah, yeah,
2: shrugging. Go for it. Beaker was here only yesterday, Judge. He was my favorite student, and after I left the after I left the tech, we naturally kept in touch. Yes, yes, I remember now. He, he did offer me a cigarette. So Dredd turns around, and uh, wow, the, what a face! Yeah, he's got kind of like a
1: slack jawed face in this. I don't know what's going on, but the the scientist is behind him, giving like the
0: <laughs> yeah like the,
1: the evil eyebrow, <laughs> looking um, right at the camera. Yeah, um,
2: and uh, he says to Judge Dread, "But surely you don't suspect me, Judge. I love that boy like, like us, like a son." I That's sus- why I had my
1: clone strangle him. <laughs> and, uh, now I have this new son. No, there's no clone in this, so yeah, we have not seen the clone yet. But Dred says, I suspect everyone and no one. No doubt we'll be meeting again, Professor. Good day. <laughs> I suspect everyone and no I one. I suspect everyone and no one. Each one of them a potential criminal. <laughs> that shit. I love that shit. Um, there is, uh, the, you would think that might be the line, but you haven't said it. Um, but we're going to get some worse ones, okay? Oh, God. Um, also, so we the cut. The Sacrifice! You'd think that might be it. Oh, no! no, 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 no. it's going to be worse, and you're going to read it, too. Um, <laughs> oh, no! So we cut outside to Judge Dredd on his lawmaster, riding away from the lab. We got crazy city- cityscape in the background. It's cool sci-fi cityscape. Um, and he's thinking to himself, He was lying, I'm sure of it. Not enough evidence to hold him on it yet. But I'll be keeping my eye on Professor Frankenstein. Okay. That's... He hasn't made the connection yet.
2: That's has... gotta be a lie,
1: though. <laughs> no. I'll be keeping my eye on Professor Frankenstein. You you would think. You would think. <laughs> We've got some pretty good ones this issue. I had to pare the list down. Wait a minute. Like that book. Wait a minute. who's that book? The vampire. That was it. Here's a vampire. Dracula. That was it. Um... <laughs> We now cut back inside the lab oh to the professor looking through like a like a mesh wire it's, fence, it's, kind of.
2: It's it's those it's those windows with the the, the, di- oh, the you're, diamond. You're
1: absolutely right. It's like the diamond, cro- like uh, uh, what's it called? Not cross hatching, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, like, cross
2: sections or whatever.
1: Yeah. So he's looking out the window at Judge Dredd driving away. It's a away. cool panel. And it, it is.
2: It, it conveys what it is, and he's looking at the, the glass window, scowling kind of, and yeah. he thinks to himself. <laughs> That's a Daddy. <laughs> hey, wait for later. <laughs> Dread, suspicious. Oh, the deal with him—just like I dealt with that poor, foolish Beaker. <laughs> Nothing can be allowed to interfere with my experiments. As,
1: I, as, I didn't know this, actually. You know how Beaker always gets hurt? There's yeah, a,
2: yeah. Oh, Granny is always
1: getting hurt. There's a quirk. There's a. There's a, not a quirk. There's a quote from Kermit the Frog that says, uh, "If somebody's gonna get hurt, it's probably gonna be Beaker." <laughs> um. <laughs> Soon, in the professor's basement lab, we see the professor's down there, and Dennis has a broom, and he's like sweeping, looking <laughs> even more Frankenstein than last time. Yeah, and he uh, he is saying, "I'll I'll read for Dennis right now." Okay. Dennis, help, <sighs>
2: professor. He's sweep. He's sweeping the floor. He's, he's trying to sweep, holding the broom up. Yeah, he's not holding it very well. Okay. Go for it. Good, Dennis. Now it's time for another experiment. I'll prepare the formation cylinder, and you may help me pull the switches. Like uh, a good boy. Have a chocolate cookie.
1: (laughs) Here's a candy. (laughs) Uh, The professor is now, like, kind of going over to his uh, science equipment with another slide. Mm -hmm. And he's thinking to himself, with a smile on his face.
2: How well Dennis has come on to think that I created him that only yesterday... Wait, what? This is confusing. (laughs) Go for it. How well Dennis has come on to think that I created him, that only yesterday he was a single DNA molecule taken from my own blood, and today he is DNA man. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Oh, um, no, uh, exc- exclamation point. Yeah. So now we have... Bolded m- exclamation point. Oh, yes.
1: Very much like the last time, we have the the vertical three vertical window panels yeah. of baby to child to man being made. So he's and making again, another it's ugly. DNA. Yeah, he's making another DNA. Oh,
2: man. it's even uglier. here.
1: Um, I'm going to read this real quick. Okay. DNA. One molecule contained the complete biological code needed to recreate its do- uh, donor. As the formation cylinder flooded with electrostatically charged chemicals... The DNA molecule inside absorbed, divided, grew, 30 years growth squeezed into 30 minutes. This is the exact narration as before. It is damn near it's the like exact. It's like word for word. Yeah, it's like, it's like word for word. Yeah. they. I don't know. I don't know. But the scientist has a line here over yeah. top of this.
2: I have altered the chemical nutrients. Surely this time I can create a, per- a perfect man. A perfect replica of myself. But w- when the doctor's process ended,
1: there was only disappointment. D.K., if you want to describe what we got going on here, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> he's he, this
2: he's like cross-eyed with one eye looking down. They're both inward. One eye is down. One eye looks up. Yep. Got like a skeletal nose like a, like a, like a Voldemort. Yeah. Uh, a severe underbite. Yep. With like big old teeth going over the upper lip. Yeah. Uh.
1: His eyes, one eye is like higher on his head than the other and looking up. The other eye that's lower is looking down. He looks pretty ridiculous. He's like Dennis, but worse. And Dennis says, UGLY! (laughs) UGLY! (laughs) <laughs> it's so, the one thing dudes can call ugly like, Cause it's true But like Dennis is even Like looking at this like Ugly Ugly like Dennis you're You're developing A sense of taste Well done <laughs> But uh The is the not To be dissuaded He says
2: Yes another monster Every change Every change I make to the process Only seems to make Things worse <laughs> Well maybe you should Keep going Help me wash And clothe him Dennis Then we'll put him In with the others Put him with the others. Then we will put him with the others. Oh, my God. Soon in a small room leading off the lab,
1: uh, we have Dennis and the sci- and, and Professor Frankenstein are, like, helping the now-clothed uh, new abomination. That
2: is a sassy outfit on this guy, though. Yeah, too. he's, he's got, got, like, the...
1: These th- tight, tight leather pants. He's got the swoop-neck uh, tank a, top.
2: Yeah, a fucking deep, deep-neck tank... <laughs> Skin-tight tank top. Like, if not for his face, he's fucking ripped. I mean... They all look pretty strong. Yeah, but yeah, they do. They do. They all they're look pretty actually, strong. They're supposed to be perfect clones,
1: but they're all like way wider chested and muscular than the yeah, professor. Yeah,
2: they're all barrel chested and fucking python arms. Why? And especially him, it, it's really obvious on him because he's fucking wearing these skin tight clothes. Yeah,
1: and the professor is clearly not that ripped. But he's no. thinking to himself as he's helping these guys along or helping his creation It's new like that part world. in Mass
2: Effect Three where it's like, oh yeah, Edie is a is a is a robot copy of this woman I used to know. Like uh, you know the the elusive man I used to know. And yeah. Damn elusive man! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't she was it. fucking stacked! Oh, I forgot that. I
1: forgot that bit. Yeah. I just remember her and Joker getting to get it on and that was really cool. Yeah. I like that game a lot.
2: I, lo- I love Mass Effect Three. I love all of it. I would say Even I love, the ending. I would
1: say I love ninety-nine percent of Mass mm-hmm. Effect Three and I love the other two games. That's that's fair enough. Okay, that's fair enough. I'll However, the one percent makes all the other games much worse. Anyways. Um, so he, the professor is thinking as he's like helping his new creation along with Dennis.
2: Perhaps Beaker was right. Perhaps I can only make monsters. Six times I have tried and each time is worse than the last. But I won't give up and I'll go on and on until I succeed. So he's tried six times now. Okay. Total. So, yeah. And now we have a
1: cutaway or like a little pop out of the professor's face like giving the eh, kind of like, you know, sn- like sneaky kind of grin. Yeah. Go for it.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. You are a disappointment to me! Because <laughs> he's speaking to all these he's different. He's talking to the creatures. He's talking to the creatures out loud. You are a disappointment to me, my horrors, but you could still be useful. For we have an enemy that, you... that could try and stop my work. His name is Judge Dread. Oh, they're the ones at the beginning of the. They're the ones. Hey! His name is Judge Dread, and tonight you will kill him. Understand? Kill Dread! And now, PK, uh, I really need you to tell me what we got going on here. So we have the five previously created monsters. Yes. Um, uh, Not
1: Dennis, but the other five. Right. Dennis Dennis and the new guy are not... Well, the new guy's in there. New guy's in there. He's the upside down... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, he's
2: like the second
1: one. From left to right, let's just go down the line here, because it's all of the five of the other guys.
2: Okay, the first guy far to the left. One gigantic ear. Yes. One normal-sized ear. (laughs) Yep. Uh. Uh 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 a, a nice shaved head mohawk style. Yeah. One fucking eye. One eye. Just one eye, one one big eye. Big lips. Yeah. I guess. Uh, Weird weirdly protuberant chin. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um second one
1: is the guy with the upside the eyes looking in different directions, up yeah, and down. With
2: the no with the with the, with the nose. nose and the underbite. Yep. Third guy. Uh I looks like the fucking oh, what's that album? I'm ready to Google. Who's it by? Uh, that's, uh, is it... Uh... Three Doors Down? Who did Enema of the State?
1: Enema of the State. Is that, uh... It's Enema of the
2: State. Um, isn't that (gasps) Blink-182? Okay. There's a Blink-182 album with a guy who kind of looks like this. Uh... That's
1: okay. I'm Enema of the State has the the hot the, the nurse, the hot
2: nurse like doing the the the, the glove thing because she's about to stick her fingers up someone's butt. Yeah, that's that album, but I can't remember. There's a certain album blo- cover,
1: Blink One Eighty Two. I'm looking. Um. Anyways, describe our guy here. He's
2: got uh, a, a he's outward, He looks like he has the Chris Titus mid two thousands blonde spiky hair haircut. yep a huge forehead. Uh, he's the best looking in the bunch, honestly. Honestly, yeah. His mouth is um, his mouth is gigantic, twice the size of anyone else's mouth. Yes, it's, that might because it's open, but it's also just a monster. It's like goes down halfway down his neck, almost. I would. say. Yeah, he's got a huge, huge mouth. Um, um the the other guy, four, number four, also not terrible looking, completely bald. Yep. Uh, a little flat, little like a little Voldemort nose. Much more Voldemort nose. I yeah, would say. much more Voldemort than the second guy. Yeah. Um, just kind of a clueless look in his face, like, well, why am I here?" Check out the size of his head. Oh my god! <laughs> he has six ears. He has three ears on each side. Oh my god. They're like they're like layered ears. It's really oh. weird. It's yeah. Okay, I didn't know so that makes him the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last guy. The last guy is that Hulk villain, Mastermind. It, uh, but without his little his his trademark pencil thin mustache. I was gonna say a shitty Frankenstein.
1: Uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's just the top, it's like a tiny little face, but the top of his head huge. Just head just goes up like a Yeah, Mastermind can. was a Hulk villain who had a huge brain. I think like there's been a lot of those kinds of villains though in yeah. everything.
2: Yeah. it's it's become to the point where it's like a parody like in in Freakazord, they had the lobe who was just a, a brain. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh but he's but he's 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 I mean, minus his soda
1: can or like his soup
2: can of a head,
1: he's not that much different. But he clearly is like a Frankenstein ripoff. Yeah, he's
2: he's a Frankenstein with a big with a big tall skinny head. Um. So so that those are the guys, and they're all like saying, "Kill dread, kill
1: dread." That night, as the gathering gloom hung over Mega City One, a strange and hideous procession moved through the shadows. Kill dread. And now we have two of the guys walking down the street away from the kind of the camera. One holding knife and the axe. Yep. from the first panel. There's a parent with a, uh, a child outside of a toy shop <laughs> and the little kid, Look, Daddy! M- m- monsters! M- my duck! And uh, if you want to read for the monsters here, <laughs> go for it. Master says turn left. Stop for nothing. As I just punch that guy through a wall. They just punch him through a wall. I don't know where the kid is. But one of them, we can see that it's doing the punching has like a club with a bunch of bolts sticking out of it. Yeah, shit, that looks like
2: it's like a, it's like a fucking Fallout Four weapon. Oh, very true. The it's fucking bat. Negan's bat, but with with uh, bolts instead of nails. That's a reference that I barely get. That All I right. only barely
1: get. Um, and in the professor's lab, the professor is like thinking, like he's like looking up and
2: like thinking to himself. It's hard for. to get a good read on the professor. Sometimes he seems a lot more handsome than some panels. He seems a lot more younger. Remember, he's only thirty. Oh my god. <laughs> So it's very Doc-like. He could be 40, he could be 80. (laughs) This guy could be anywhere
1: from 40 to 80. (laughs) Yeah. Love, love John Mulaney. Go ahead. Uh, This professor's thinking to himself.
2: Not now. Not far now, my horrors. Turn right now. Oh, he's communicating with them telepathically? Keep reading. Yes, right. Dread rooms are in the Kanaft building straight ahead. Which? And we know that. We've seen Kanaft a bunch of times. Well
1: done. Uh, and now we cut to, it shows like the professor is clearly like in the past pointing to a big map of like a cityscape, not yeah. a like top-down uh, topographical kind of like... Uh, city blocks. What yeah, have it's, you. A,
2: it's, it's a city map with buildings and, and streets and such.
1: And he's pointing to it and talking to his creations. Go for it.
2: I created them for my own selves. They are me. Even though they do—they do not understand. They can sense my every thought, and they will obey. That's not how cloning works. I mean, I will guide my horrors every step of the way, right up to the kill.
1: In his rooms, Judge Dread was catching up on some case reports.
2: It was Maria! We haven't seen her in forever!
1: Well done. Don't skip ahead on me now. Okay, okay. Alright, so, uh, Dred is uh, speaking, he's got like a recorder in his hand, and he's okay. talking out loud to the recorder, and then the background, uh, looks like Walter is dusting his law books.
2: <laughs> he's dusting his volumes of law!
1: Yep. After <laughs> cautioning the jaywalker, he re- resorted to abuse. I immediately sentenced him to four years penal correction at dot dot dot, can't you hear the doorbell, Walter? Answer it.
2: Yes, Judge Dredd. I can't hear the doorbell. I can't see the ding dong. We either. don't.
1: We don't hear or see a ding dong on the page. And
2: he <laughs> was so immediate. Can't you hear the doorbell, Walter? So Walter
1: goes in the other room and like yells down off a landing at fucking uh, Maria.
2: Oh my god. Go for it. Uh, you <laughs> got to read for both characters, by the way. Oh yeah, this shit's rolling downhill. Yeah, Maria, what are you doing down there, you lazy woman? Can't you hear the
1: doorbell? To which she, like, scowls back and responds. All right, all right, all lady, I'm coming! And now she goes towards the door, hand on, hand on the doorbell, or hand on the doorknob. <laughs> Go for it, PK. Dig. power through this shit, okay? That's a bossy
2: robot! Just because I don't speak a good English! <laughs> <laughs> you almost Do got- Do you think he can give me the orders? I'm gonna complain to Judge dread. I'm gonna tell him the way that the robot treated me!
1: And we have one of the lines. <laughs> Just because I don't speak it a good English.
2: Wow! Thank you,
1: racist stereotype. <laughs> just because I don't speak good English. Um, yeah, so that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> But as she goes to, like, t- as she, like, turns the door handle... Is Walt a little racist? I, I mean, he doesn't say Italian woman. He just says... Uh, he, he just, just says lazy her. woman. Lazy woman. So, I don't know. But... Regardless, they've shown animosity toward each other beforehand. Because they both care for Judge Dredd. We're you know? here by the way, looking... Her design looks a little younger, a little... Thank you so much! This is complete redesign. She looks yeah. nothing like what she used to. No, gl- You didn't even recognize her the first time they showed her in this prog. No. From her first design, original design, she's oh.
2: never changed. Oh, he's got probably one on standby. I have got
1: one on standby here.
2: He's ready... To, dude, he was ready to pounce on this. seriously, Waiting for dude, me to notice. Seriously.
1: It looks like nothing... I mean, like, look at... Okay, so this is her in the original one. Like, oh my god! She's like, She's got, like, the bonnet with, like, a veil. She's got, like, a crooked back. She's got, like, the the, the, the... the jowls? The jowls. She's clearly meant to be, like, in her 60s or 70s. And in this one, she looks like she's in, she's like, her 40s, maybe. Yeah! So, it is, she has gone through a significant rework as far as art concerned. I thank you so much for pointing that out. Because <laughs> I jumped on that shit. I was...
2: I would just like to tell our viewer that, wow, Andy was so fucking ready
1: for me to notice that. I was so ready. <laughs> he I'm was like, like nah! you don't fucking change that shit without me noticing. I'm literally <laughs> documenting this entire comic series up to this point. So, as she goes to turn the door, door though, the door kicks in as we have all of our monsters, of yeah. course, are right there. Kill
2: The Cyclops in the charge with the crowbar. Yep, and
1: uh, Maria lets out a... Mamma mia! And that's another line. Well done. Um, so now the, the they muscle past Maria, and one of them clocks Walter in the face.
2: Okay. A crowd of horrible monsters. Save yourself, Judge Dredd! Walter will hold them off. Ow! Walter, get out of the way and give me room to fight. So she's <laughs>
1: just yelling at Walter for getting hit. Um. So Dredd This is a
2: fucking comedy! This is This is such black comedy! I love Judge Dredd! He just
1: punches Walter. Get out of the way, Walter! Walter, get out of my way! You're you're dying in my way! Um so Dredd draws his lawgiver in a snap and then shoots the fucking Cyclops in yeah. the face. Or the chest, maybe. Grief! What hell's Pit spawned in these monstrosities? And they're all like closing in on him as he just yeah. unloads into the chest of the Frankenstein looking um, yeah. guy. Killed, dread Two down, but the others are on me. And he does like a over the hand, like over the shoulder toss, like a like guy. a judo
2: throw to yeah. uh, to 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 the the baby, the newest one. Yep. And he goes flying out the window, like Fucking crashing through the it. ripped ass motherfucker. And he says, "Grow wings, ugly." There you go.
1: Thank you. <laughs> that is the line. Um, along with Maria's, of course. But Judge, <laughs> no, Dredd, so but Judge Dredd gets socked in the face and drops his lawgiver by yeah. the, the three-eared baldy. And now he, uh, one of them grabs him around the throat, and it's this weird scientist big mouth guy. Yeah, it's, it's the giant mouth. And he looks
2: the most like the scientist.
1: He does look the most like the scientist. He looks like Evil Rick kind of thing. And he's, <laughs> he's got, like, the arm around uh, Judge Dredd's neck and a knife at his face. Yeah. And the three-eared guy has the club with the bolts in it coming yeah. towards him. Go for it. Go yeah. Wait, no. Kill Dread. Oh. Okay. Kill Dread! Got me pinned. It'll take more than a pretty face to get me out of this. And that's the end of our prog.
2: A pretty face? Isn't isn't canonically right now Judge Dread so hideous and scared that they can't show him without a censor box? That's a good point. Put a pin in that. Next prog. Go ahead, PK. Ugly,
1: ugly, ugly! <laughs> <laughs> and now that wraps it up for prog 113. So, in review, settings and places
2: we could see John Dredd's CONAPT apartment. Hey, good for them. Continuity. Continuity. We, we, con we, know, we know the CONAPT name. Yep. Well, but is it the name of a building? Is it like a, a, a type of building? Yeah. But
1: it, it, it says CONAPT on the outside. And that's been like the thing CONAPT 8? Yeah, we have not seen a number on it. Okay. Just CONAPT. Um, the last time we saw this... What would you guess? When uh, we were in his apartment.
2: It wasn't that long ago. It was uh, um, the day the law died when they broke in to get Walter from the Clegg. The Clegg the
1: mercenaries were belayed in his quarters. Absolutely. Well done. We have some new monsters, um, but they're not really characters. They don't really get much, you know, character development. They're just monsters.
2: Yeah. Um, this is so. This is the monster that we've judged that I've kind of been missing for a while. Yeah. it's very... But only for a little while. I'm a little ready for the next arc. <laughs> Let's see what the next arc is. I honestly don't know,
1: so I'm interested to see.
2: I. I think I do know, and we got a while to get through. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, so no real new characters, no real technology of note, terrible slang, made-up words, Judge Dread one-liners. Holy crap! I suspect no one and uh, everyone and no one. Way to go, Judge Dread. Uh, we get a my doc this episode. We did get my Doc from the dad. Yep. Uh, I also find it probably hurt. fucking dead. Possibly, maybe he got punched by a monster through a window. Possibly, yeah. he was on ground floor, but you know, who knows. I also find it hilarious that Dennis can look at a clone brother and declare him to be ugly. Like, he's just like. Well, he's not wrong. He's, he's not. But like. This is like a 4 out of 10. This guy's a 2 out of 10. But here's the thing. I'm guessing that Dennis hasn't seen a mirror. Like. Uh,
2: that's a good point. Because,
1: like, he hasn't. Like, I don't think the professor has called him ugly. He refers to the other one, the five others, uh, of as failures. So, yeah. So I'm curious about that. That being said. One of my favorite lines here. That a bossy robot. Just because I don't speak good English, he think he can give me the giving me the orders. Like holy shit. Now, it's written that way. Two
2: possibilities. Okay. Either, either Maria has like a little persecution complex. Like she's saying, oh, you he know, just thinks he's bossing me around because I don't speak English very well. Mm. Or, or Walter is racist. Or, I was thinking, because Walter has
1: saved the day so many times...
2: Oh, he's getting fucking too big for his britches. Maybe. He's like, ah, I'm, I'm, like I'm the number one robot. He's saved Judge Dredd's
1: life more times than we've counted. Yeah, what's and, Maria done? Where was she when the Clegg were here? I thought she was eating... Even- I mean, we don't know. Though here's maybe the thing: this is Maria's daughter. The maybe, original Maria has been eaten. Maybe Maria is to judge Dread what Roach is to Dude. fucking Geralt. Maybe oh, he God. just calls all of the all of his. Yeah, you're
2: You're the you're the Maria. No. That's Maria number seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like because it, different design doesn't look at all the same. Yeah, possibly not even the same lady. I don't know. I was trying to think of when was the last time we saw Maria because I went through this book to look for her. Right. Right. We, we had Curse of Earth obviously didn't see her we had Dale Law died never saw her um cause when they they bust in to throw Judge Dredd into prison he's just in bed
2: yeah so we haven't seen her in a while we haven't seen Maria since before Curse of Earth yeah wow. in like first first compendium
1: obviously. maybe even before the moon did he see her when he came back I believe you know what that's a really good question cause he comes back from the moon right there's all of our Walter progs uh, has that been the most recent we've seen of her. That's a i I can't long. remember
2: the last time we saw Maria. Cause <gasps> he comes Wait. back. When did he fake his <gasps> yeah, death? Look, no, no, no. Look,
1: uh it's oh, when he gets back. Yep. She's hugging him. Yeah. She's got the same bonnet it, and the it's veil old design. Yeah. So that was. So this is when he got back. Oh, was it the suction gang? It was the suction gang. Oh god! So the fucking suction gang. The game. suction gang. Ah! <laughs> You'll never guess what our gimmick is. We Um,
2: steal money with a giant vacuum
1: cleaner. We're not Team Rocket. We're totally not Team Rocket. Um, Yeah, the Suction Gang. So that was after he was Sheriff of the Moon. Yeah. Which means Suction Gang, Tap Dancer, Firebug. Return to Mega City. That's what it was. Okay. So issue 58. Wow. So we haven't seen her since issue 58. And we're on issue 113. Jeez. So it's been over 50 progs and they just straight up changed her design.
2: The last, because I, I did not remember that appearance. The last appearance I remember is when, right before he went to the moon, he faked his death with the, of the And she was in the, 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 in the funeral parade. procession. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. That's I where I was that from.
1: I couldn't remember where she was from. Um, so yeah, it's interesting they changed her design. I don't know what's up with that. But they, you know, they you do know, that sometimes. It's,
2: it's a starting out comic book. You're still in your first, well, you're not, you're still in your, you're actually just right after your first hundred issues. Yeah. They're, it, Comics have lots of early installment weirdness. <laughs> Go back and read the old Bill Finger issues of Batman when he uses guns and, and shoots people and just oh, guns them down. Oh, God. I remember,
1: I'll remember. i never forget the day you showed me the original Batman outfit that oh. looked so <laughs> terrible. Like... Thanks to Bill Finger, we got the Batman outfit we know and love. Yeah, thankfully. Another line we have here is, Mamma Mia! And grow wings ugly, like throwing them out. Like, ah, that's as good as see you next fall. Like, that's, <laughs> Thank you, Judge Have a nice
2: trip! Which... That's the thing I got to bring up. We haven't had a lot of one-liners from Dread, and we're You're right. We're getting back to. We him usually have having... those in the in the, the not so serious Monster of the Week issues. Yes. Whereas
1: in like the day the law died, it was a lot of like you know my I weep for my city. Like yeah. it was
2: pretty serious he was stuff. Fucking you know? heavy shit. Yeah. Um, this is more comedic, a little more lighthearted. I think Judge Dread knows that he's having a little bit of fun. I think he is like oh finally just some oh just to... some Frankenstein's <laughs> yeah good old Tuesdays.
1: Uh, monsters, we have a now have a whole mess of monsters for Dread to fight against this prog, all hideously deformed in some amusing way and distinctive did. way.
2: Six ears, I didn't even notice them.
1: That was I missed that my first read-through as well. Um, world building though. So we gotta talk about this. Dredd has no suspicion of Professor Frankenstein, despite having dealt with an organ harvesting scientist named Frankenstein 2 back in prog number six. Yep. So, you know, there's stuff that's like they mention old stuff, but they also just don't think of, like, oh yeah, this guy's actually named
2: Frankenstein. Maybe I should, like, maybe look into him a little bit, you know? Maybe like, there's a couple hundred years in the future, maybe, maybe Frankenstein is not literary, 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 literally
1: Irrelevant? Yeah. Literarily irrelevant? That's a good literary choice. Literary relevant. So I would agree with that. However, if you recall, Spikes Harvey Rotten knew about the
2: Pied Piper. Spikes of, Harvey Rotten knew about Pied Piper of Hamlin. Yeah. He knew that whole fable. Yeah. When my mom, When I was little boy, my mind was with the Pied Piper of Hamlin!
1: Like, so if the Pied Piper of Hamlin is still a thing, Frankenstein's gotta be relevant and so he's still yeah. it. Yeah, Come don't shit on shut up, don't
2: shut up Mary Shelley like that. Also,
1: since yesterday, Beaker's murder... Frankenstein has attempted to clone himself five more times already. And
2: with varying degrees of success and failure. Like,
1: each is uglier than the next, and with one being a straight-up parody of Frankenstein monsters, yeah. you can't say the guy isn't motivated. But, like, holy crap.
2: That's not how science works. Take time. Review your data. Yeah. Look at your data No, points. you just
1: mix different stuff. It's very Rick Sanchez style. Like, when he creates... The, when he, uh, he Cronenbergs was... the world. Frank <laughs> DNA, you know? <laughs> A little dinosaur in there it's sometimes as rick says before sometimes science is more art than science and i love that <laughs> line um
2: science sometimes is a liar yeah okay,
1: whatever that fucking, means uh,
2: uh it's always in philadelphia
1: oh jesus <laughs> i i just love the fact that like in five days he's like w- w- like you know frankenstein's monster Okay, cool. We're parodying that. J.K. We're doing it six times more. Like, <laughs> dude, we don't Whoa. need six Frankenstein's monsters. You thought
2: one was bad. It's
1: Look at the cyclops. It's like the fucking. It's it's the, the 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 escalating ramp of ridiculousness. You know, like we can't just have one monster. there has gotta be two. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's fun. I. Makes me think of like Lake Placid. That's the best use of that trope I've ever seen.
2: I think of Alien. to Alien. So it's like one oh, terrifying. Oh god, alien. that's a great comparison. It's like one terrifying alien. You trek alone in the space station with one terrifying monster. I think we've mentioned. Al- this. I think we have aliens. You're down by the dozens. It's, it's like we go from- coming on the wall, man. Great horror movie. Great action movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I also want to mention that Frankenstein can communicate his desires to his creations. And they will follow his orders remotely via a shared sense. He I has would like a, complain
2: about that more, but I feel like I've seen that done with clones. Uh, yeah, before. they all kind of share the same consciousness. So, yeah, they like, we can communicate telepathically with clones. It's, it's, yeah. I feel like I've seen that trope before, so I'm not, like, not going to hark on it too I would
1: say much. this is kind of almost in that era of like, it's in that same like ballpark of twins have a emotional or like super, you know, connection yeah, to each the, other, you the, know? yeah. One twin's upset, the other one suddenly knows something's yeah, upset, you know? Yeah, one twin
2: feels pain, and then one goes, oh!
1: Yeah, very Hellboy 2-esque. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's I love those movies. I Here? saw that movie not that long ago. You see the, the new end. one? I haven't seen the new one. I've it's, seen some clips from it. It's it's different. It's interesting. The,
2: I liked Hellboy 1 and Hellboy the Golden Army.
1: They're both very good movies. I mean, Ron Perlman is, like, the perfect casting he for he, Hellboy.
2: I will say, Ron... Right, I, I like the movies, but it, it very much for me is a Ron Perlman, David Hyde Pierce. Who's not, not even in the second one? Yeah,
1: vehicle. It's very, very good. Despite not
2: even in the second one, I think it's a David Hyde Pierce vehicle.
1: I like the I like the what's the guy's name who's like the wisp of smoke inside, of like an old diver's uniform. The, oh, oh, a uh, yeah. Did you know who that guy's voiced by? I can't oh, think of what his name shit. is real quick. Um, so the, I got the gotta German, look this up.
2: the German scientist.
1: Boy, two scientist. Um. So, his character is, oh my god. He's an
2: important character in the comics.
1: Johann Krauss. Yep, Krauss. So, he, but if you had to guess, it's a very, like, German-sounding guy, right? Yeah. Uh, who do you guess he's voiced by? Because I didn't know Dolph this. Lundgren. <laughs> not Dolph Lundgren. He is, in fact, voiced by, uh, am I really gonna do this? Family guy. Seth MacFarlane? Seth MacFarlane voiced. Holy shit. So I did not know this, and I'm wow. like, I fucking love that. I love yeah, that that's, so much. That's,
2: I gotta give him a little more credit for being a good voice actor. He's a very good voice actor. Because he does all the voices in Family (laughs) Guy.
1: Pretty much. Um, It's him and Mila Kunis. It's, and Seth Green. Oh, and Seth Green. But everything else is basically Seth MacArthur, more or less. Um, I let's let's go back to Judge Dredd, Dredd though. So shall we? fucking Judge Dread um, also sentenced a Jay Walker to uh, who got violent to four years penal servitude. We know this.
2: Yeah, I like that he's just reviewing his case, doing little case notes at the end of the
1: day. Like, like I'm not on I'm not on patrol right now. Better listen to me on patrol. Like he's like the guy who's obsessed with himself or like obsessed with law that much. Yeah, but I love it. It's fun. It fits it's, the it's,
2: trope. It's Judge Dredd. It's what he is. Um, we also gotta mention this is the
1: first time we've seen Walter ordering Maria around and it has gotten to be bad enough apparently that Maria is debating about complaining to Dredd about it yeah and speaking of Maria the landlady has overgone a drastic design change since uh, the first introduction way back when Judge Dredd was threatening to drown her in her own minestrone she looks younger and hotter she looks she's she's gotten the Aunt May update you know she does she's, she's, a, she's Mr. Tomei now I fucking oh my god I love that shit I, I was appreciative of that, of that
2: version of Aunt May. Me too. Um, That's my favorite, that might be my favorite Aunt May. Oh, the, the first one though is so good. The surf is so sweet and old. I can't I, think of what her name is. I like is, sassy, awesome. I like sassy Aunt May. I,
1: I love those Tom Holland movies. It's so good. Um, last thing, Dredge's last line of the prog is back to being a cheesy play at humor. Yeah. But if you read into it, Dredd describes his own face as pretty. You brought this up. Oh yeah. And no. we and we know for a fact. Well, it said very early on in one of the very early progs when he had to take his helmet off, he, the gr- guy said he's so he, he's so ugly we have to kill him. The criminal said that. Oh
2: my god, Remember you're that? right. They censored I his face. They said that. Like, he's, he's so, so ugly, ugly. killing him would be a mercy to him and everyone yeah. else. Yeah, we got to kill him for the
1: benefit of society. And they like censored his face, right? Yeah. So Dread is like. So here's the thing. <laughs> either that was like the second prog and they're just doing away with yeah, that. Yeah,
2: they're just retconning that quietly.
1: Or Dread is like still ugly under there, but it's like a positive self body image, uh, you know? Yeah, like, maybe he's feeling a little better about himself lately. He gets minus one points for vanity, but plus one point for having positive body issues. Yeah. Body's, body's image. So, you know, <laughs> either way. It's not bad. I'm just curious whether or not they're retconning him being ugly from the nose up. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really discussed it too much. Um, again, I don't want to. I'd re- I like Batman more with the cowl than I do Bruce Wayne.
2: So. The mystery of the mystery, the the fact that it's not the mystery is not a not mystery. Yeah. Because we don't address it. Yeah. So it's just. Like, that's what Judge Dredd looks like. Judge Dredd looks like the fucking helmet. <laughs> it's the helmet. That's it. That's what you recognize Judge Dredd as. The, I mean, the chin. Also, he's got the, yeah, the crimson the fucking, chin. It oozes personality. Yeah, it's
1: that's why Carl Urban's so good in that fucking yeah. movie, dude. You haven't seen it yet, but man, does he give such a great performance just through the fucking mouth. It's so good. I seen like the picture of the scowling. Oh, it's so good, dude. We're gonna. i can't wait to watch that one. Yeah, you. we gotta watch that one. Um, so death count. Uh, this issue. Dredge shoots and kills bloodlessly, I might add. Two of the clones Oh yeah, it's, uh,
2: it's a pretty timid violent wise, it's pretty timid.
1: Yep, and he throws another one out of a high-rise window Growings! Ugly! So, so that makes three confirmed kills this Prog but we've got two of the bad guys left Yep. Is there anything else you want to bring up about Prog 113, the
2: DNA Man Part 2, PK? Nah, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty cut and dry It's.
1: I mean, there's not
2: a lot of world building going on here But it's like Maria coming back was a little bit of a surprise It's a monster of the week, you know I didn't, Yeah, I didn't even recognize Maria
1: Yeah, the fact that you like just went right by her Tells me a lot about that design It really is strikingly different than than we first saw So, are you ready to move on to The DNA Man Part 3? I am Greetings fellow Dreadists This is Andy here coming to you from the future here to let you know that you can now listen to the Dreadful cyberpunk cast on most podcasting apps. Check us out on your preferred listening platforms. We are currently on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and anywhere else quality podcasts can be found. If you are listening to this and you find it entertaining, please feel free to leave a comment, subscribe, or give us a thumbs up which is also known as a crisp digital high five. And if you want to contact us, you can at dreadful email address at gmail.com that is d-r-e-double-d-f-u-l email address at gmail.com i promise you we will read everything posted because you guys are awesome and pk and i want to thank you for supporting our little podcast in any way big or small and with that let us return to the pages of 2000 ad and the world of judge dread Okay, so this is Prague. 114 was released June 2nd, 1979. Script by John Howard Wagner. Artist Brett Ewins. Letters by Tom Frame. Let's p- it picks up right where we left off. Uh, in his quarters, Mega City's top lawman, Judge Dredd, is fighting for his life against the monstrous DNA Man, and it's the same pose he's got. Yep. He's got the arm around his neck from the guy who looks like the fr- like the wily-haired, big-mouth, knife-wielding dude, and the guy with three ears notably has only two ears notably only has two ears here it might be a continuity issue
2: okay, maybe it's cuz it's a profile shot not a profile shot but a, like I mean you can't see them from this angle but we should be able to cuz over here you can see the ears oh
1: yeah yeah okay okay so it's just in the angle they okay. didn't forget there is and we can see in another another pa- panel that there is the three ears there still okay, okay. all right so but Dredd is thinking to himself the same thing we ended last time with They've got me pinned. It'll take more than a pretty face to get me out of this one. <laughs> Suddenly, go ahead, PK. You gotta describe it and you gotta tell me what's going on.
2: Like a fucking 1980s Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yep. Walter comes out of the background pouring two scalding cups of coffee on their heads. As he says. Two cups of fresh, hot calf you love waking freaks! I think... Walter, he's getting a little fucking. He's getting a little cojones. He's getting a, to be a big
1: man. I mean, this is the second time, at least, that Walter has that's, saved Judge Dredd by pouring coffee on someone. Not coffee. Remember that? It's like uh, piping hot acid. Like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he threw acid in someone's face. Well, robot. when you're
2: a about you you work with what you have. I yeah, work
1: with what you got. I. I it's fair. Judge however, is now getting up, having been freed by the, from uh, from his grip, and now has got his lawgiver drawn up, and he's aiming from like he's like. Hiding behind like, Taking cover behind His, his chair. office chair Good work Walter Now it's my turn
2: To serve out A little
1: justice As he just does like The firing across And he like pans With it And he just guns These two guys down Yeah
2: two shots each Yeah
1: right to the chest That's double tapping Right to the chest yeah. Good good end quality there
2: So dread, dread serves Justice the way Walter serves Synthica Nice, good good idea. What, what, what to serve what? our little justice. Two lumps each. Do, do, do,
0: do. That should
2: have been the line. Maybe you'll take us to the cafe to go. It's <laughs> not the window.
1: <laughs> All right, so we can do this for, <laughs> it's like for at least one more time. I've I've watched the first um, uh, Power Rangers movie enough to know how to make puns.
2: <laughs>
1: Fucking ridiculous. Uh, so now Judge Redd is standing there with his... Uh, Log ever pointed skyward, like smoking barrel, talking to Walter. Walter is saying to him,
2: "You've destroyed them all, Judge Dread. But where, where did these monstrosities come from? What wicked criminal sent them to kill you?"
1: That's what I intend to find out, Walter. I'll have a forensic squad here in five minutes. So, Dread, not sure. You know, like could have been anyone. He only saw one person.
2: He only saw one Doctor, Frankenstein. And he was attacked by... Monsters. Monsters that looked like they were, you know... Clones. Clones, possibly, of
1: Frankenstein. So even,
2: The one even looks the most like him. That's,
1: yeah, they all have various parts that look like that Doctor, but that doesn't mean it's a Doctor, you know? Okay. Um, so now we have, meanwhile, in the laboratory, Professor Milton D. Frankenstein, he's, like, looking down at some papers, says to himself... They, they fail. They failed. Dread's destroyed my creations, and soon he'll be here for me. And now we see Dennis in the background is still sweeping. Still
2: sweeping. Still sweeping. Go for it. <laughs> but I still have you, Dennis, my first DNA man, and still my finest creation. Hurry, help me gather together my notes. When Dread arrives, we must be gone. Okay
1: professor and uh the professor's like madly stuffing notes yeah ma- doing like,
2: the, a... like the fucking guy from akira like well he like, oh. starts throwing stuff in the, in the fireplace and stuff in the other stuff in his uh nice nice briefcase good
1: reference. we should oh that should be another movie we reference that movie with review because that's like a really good cyberpunk movie to review yeah but we already watched it damn it we we'll, did watch akira we'll, well save that we'll save that for a little bit later yeah um at Dredd's apartment, the Forensic Squad soon made a fantastic discovery. PK, I need you to describe this man. This man is uh, a very much a man we have never seen before.
2: This is the Forensic Squad guy. His name is Smith. He's wearing a jumpsuit. Holding uh, what looks like to be a first-gen Game Boy with a little antenna on top. <laughs> that it's, is very appropriate. It's the fucking the the, the Star Trek tricorder thing. It's very much that. It's the... Yeah, the tricorder is the yeah. thing. The phaser is the gun. And yep. The, okay. It's very much that. Um, but <laughs> he has these again with the goggles. He has these 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 uh, thick blackened goggles and a like a, a, like, a like a leather. I Not would leather. describe it as like a
1: leather, ball, like a like motorcycle cap yeah. with the motorcycle goggles. Honestly, but they're yeah. darkened out. Like, they're
2: science men.
1: They're <laughs> doing science. It's like we have to make sure everyone knows they're science men, though. And one <laughs> if of you them, look
2: at this guy. Oh, he does science.
1: This uh, this guy. This guy does. It's like when you saw my my wizard character in <laughs> Pathfinder. It's like there's a wizard. Oh, yes, that's a wizard. That's the most
2: wizardy wizard we've ever wizard. <laughs> um, yeah. So and he wasn't like a he wasn't like a Gandalf. He said like he was just like covered with like band- like. With wrappings and had writing on everything. <laughs> Glowing purple Ruins eyes all a over. Staff. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was very much a wizard without being a stereotypical wizard.
1: Um but this science man, if you could say, forensic team, is saying to Judge Dredd as he fiddles with his device that <coughs> this is
2: crazy! <laughs> it's <I'm> doing... <laughs> <laughs> These five monsters have identical fingerprints uh, Just keep going. Oh, oh and the fingerprints also match another set on our files Frankenstein! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you almost made it, Professor Milton D. Frankenstein. Professor Frankenstein. So that's it, Dread. I thought you. uh, No, no. no. Dread's ability to figure things out varies greatly. He can like put together a really, a really complex mystery in seconds. Yep. But he can't figure this one out until until It's the most simple stuff that he's. Until Smith gets here. So now we're gonna have some
1: description of what how Dread figured this out, right? So, dread, looking down at these DNA men he says, I remember now, Professor Frankenstein was dismissed from Mega City Tech for his dangerous theories on DNA. He believed that by taking a single molecule of DNA from his blood he could create a perfect duplicate of himself. He succeeded, but the results were monstrous. Then he realized I suspected him of murder of Charles Beaker, of, suspected him of the murder of Charles Beaker, and he sent his monsters out to make sure my investigations came to a sudden halt. So, you piece it all together within seconds. Well done. But, like, I mean, you
2: couldn't have done it without...
1: <sighs> uh, without fingerprints and without fucking forensic shit? I don't know. By the time Dredd arrived at the laboratory, though, we see Dredd is, like, standing atop, like, a catwalk that's made of cobblestone with railings, and he's talking down to two different judges. Um, the judges are not... We can't see their ba- badges, but one of them is holding, like, a submachine gun, kind yeah. of? Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's, kinda, it's a cool design. It looks like a...
2: You know? Like a Tommy gun without the drum clip.
1: Yeah, it looks like a longer, like like a longer Tommy gun clip. Um, go for the other judge over here. The professor's gone, Judge Dredd. If he made any more of those DNA men, he's taken them with him. So he's he's left and he's cleaned out the lab. Um, is uh, my cat petting you? My cat <laughs> is, like batting you? Yeah. yeah that's what he that. does. Uh, the professor knows Mega. The professor knows Mega City's too hot for him now. My guess is he'll be headed out of the city. The nearest exit is the Northways Bridge. Let's move. And then PK, I need you to de- out- muster up all of your p- painting with word skills okay. and really look over what we got going on here.
2: Oh my god!
1: Yeah. So we have.
2: Uh,
1: um, uh, I'll read the narration real quick. At the moment, on the north side of Mega City,
2: there we go. have the we have a, a gigantic sign saying the Northways Bridge. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we have Professor Milton D. Frankenstein and Dennis, who is covered fairly. He's doing the thing you do from the old like. Like the, okay, I'm gonna bring up Ninja Turtles again. <laughs> but you know are Ninja it is—literally the Ninja Turtles disguise. And Ninja them. Turtles, they put on a, a, like a, a trench coat and a fedora, and yep. no one knows that there's a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite things because it has like it adds like it says that New York is such a weird place <laughs> <laughs> that
1: no one looks twice at that
2: shit. Yeah, like 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 the part in the beginning of the first movie where where like the like he's chasing Casey Jones, yep. and Raphael gets hit by the cab driver. And then like, the guy in the back leans and goes, "What was that?" And like, the the driver goes, oh, "I looks like a, looks like a five foot tall turtle." <laughs> Just, that's so it. So you go to Laguardia? <laughs> <laughs> Just New, new York, York doesn't give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. I love York. that. It's it's such, but so we have Dennis uh, is clearly disguised. That yeah, is the Dennis thing. In disguise. disguised. Uh, there's a there's some people by the some people loitering by the Northways Bridge. Yep. Uh, there's a woman selling cigarettes like an old like the old cigarette things that used to have like in the 1950s.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's reminiscent of, like, the ballpark, uh, like, uh,
2: trays. That yeah, with those... was, like, with peanuts and hot dogs. Yeah. Like, it's like what uh, the Flintstones Betty and Wilba used to do in the commercials. They had those. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair. Um,
2: but, yeah, and she's, she's incredibly attractive. Of course. Uh, wearing fishnet stockings and a little hat that says hi. Uh,
1: and her and, little... the br- and
2: you can see the bridge leading out... Uh, Oh, her breasts are
1: exposed. That's—I mean, not not in fully, but she's cleavage. Very, she's clearly buxom. Yeah. Um, and I will point out a couple things here. We have last chance bar. Oh, last
2: chance bar. It's a long way through Muti Moody, Land. Yep. So they have. This is the very edge of the city. Yes. And that's the Northways Bridge to. It also Canada. We, we, I mean, it's all
1: Muti Land out there. We don't yeah. really know. It's the cursed earth, for all we know. It's true. That I'm being said, of the structure of Mega City One, um. Yeah, that's could be that, that's north, fair. What?
2: But it could be like northwest. It,
1: yeah, ah. there's a lot of edges to to, to this yeah. city. Um, I'll also point out that the young lady has "I'm Mabel" written on oh. the front of like her little like tray that she has. with all the Hi, bits. I'm Mabel. Yeah. Um, and the professor he had got like the briefcase with all the notes like fluttering in the wind, yeah. coming out of it, kind of thing. And also next to the young lady who has, like, the Hi, I'm Mabel, oh. uh, there is a little trash can. Little trash can. So Litter!
2: Keep Mega City clean!
1: So, yeah, uh, put a pin in
2: that. But meantime, uh, Frankenstein's
1: got a line here. Go for it. He's talking to Dennis.
2: The Northways north Bridge. Once a week, we're across the center of it. We're out of dreads jurisdiction. He won't, he won't be able to touch us. Hurry, Dennis!
1: Um, And the young lady is saying,
2: fresh fruit, sir, cakes, some
1: ice cream, stock up. now. it's a long way to the next civilization.
2: Yeah, it's the entire continental U.S. Basically. um, Okay, so she's selling like, you know, okay.
1: Goods and services and so on and so forth uh, right before that you leave, you know, it's the airport kind of stuff. But Dennis is grabbing his coat and his the wind is blowing his head Yeah, the wind blew off.
2: his hat off and he's like and his coat open a little bit yeah, and he's and he's like trying to, to pull his collar shut and he's looking at the girl pretty pretty She gives a e
1: his face and uh, the professor lets out one from off off uh, screen
2: You fool Dennis I told you to keep
1: your hood on! And we now see the young lady has, like, fainted into Dennis's arms, because, of course, that's what happens, right? Yeah,
2: when a... Yeah. Pretty is dead? No, she's only fainted. Now leave her and come on! Not go Dennis-like, Dennis-want. Well, Dennis, dude,
1: you can't just do that. No, we've got... I mean, like, now we've we're come full Frankenstein, right? He's oh, picking yeah, the woman he's up. picking up
2: the pretty girl. She's,
1: he's got her in, her in his arms. Her tray is, like, falling to the ground, uh, there's this creepy moon is out behind them with the clouds coming in front of it,
2: and the I do like this panel. With his face is exposed though. It like, is it's really very good. Cool. It's very reminiscent of like the old Batman cartoon. Ooh, we can see, kind of see half of his face. It, it is, is very two face ass. It is very two face ass. It reminds me of the, the who also played Frankenstein.
1: Wow, we came full circle on that shit, didn't? Okay, yeah, I was let pretty... me see. We got Dennis from 2080 Judge Dread comic, like one twelve through one fourteen looks like the 1990s animated series Batman, Steve Harvey, Two-Face, who's played by the same guy who, who plays Two-Face th- in the fucking movie, The, the Nolan Knight. movies. yeah <laughs> also plays I, Frankenstein. Wow, that's a trip.
2: That's a fucking walk. That
1: is a fucking, Wow. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> that is really out there. We got, we got, that's like going to Alaska via Japan. Like, you really, you went out of your way. We, Well done, dude. Well done. <laughs> so, Dennis has this buxom, you know, scandally clad woman. Yeah. Who might I say? She's wearing fish nuts and like a one-piece bodysuit that like goes up to her yeah, hips. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's n- like the
2: casino girl. Yeah, very, it's, a, it's a kino girl.
1: It's a kino girl, yes, absolutely. And she's like passed out in his arms. Mm. And Dennis is saying he wants her. Yeah. Dennis like, Dennis want.
2: All right, bring her. Bring her. Just anything. Just get moving. But We're at the bridge, Dennis. <laughs> but
1: we see they're now at the boundary line, and people are, like, pointing at the monster man carrying a woman. Yeah. That monster is making off with a girl. Stop him. Quick, Dennis. We're almost there. Another ten yards, and we're safe. But now we see Judge Dredd is, like, pulling up on his lawmaster, and the uh, professor is scowling over his shoulder at him. Hold it, Professor. You're under arrest. Dredd, but you're too late. And now, PK, I need you to describe what's going on here. <laughs> go on. Go for it.
2: They're, they're halfway across. It's a cool-looking bridge, brother. It's, like enclosed, it's, it's got a roof. It's enclosed in glass panels. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but. But, but uh, Professor Milton D. Frankenstein. like, yeah, I got that right. Yep. Is standing right across the line. There's that, a line, a big is, black line. is the boundary of Mega City 1. Yep.
1: And it says...
2: <laughs> like, I've crossed the center. Now you too, Dennis, run. But the line says, cross at your own risk. Because <laughs> you're like, going into Mutualand, right? Yeah, yeah. You're outside the city jurisdiction. Dennis, run. But
1: Judge Dredd... Uh, he's got his lawgiver on his uh, on his lawmaster while riding his bike. Yeah, shooting and, he, and driving. He's got a grimace on his face. He's almost at the boundary line. Gotta plug him or the girls had it. And he fires and he like hits Dennis over the shoulder. And, like does, yeah, like, grazes his shoulder. Yep. Ugh! And Dennis falls uh, flat on his face, Up. presumably dropping the girl. Yeah. Um, and the do- the. The uh, doctor gives out a, a call from the offside. He's fallen five yards short, Dennis, like a fucking sports announcer. It's very much that. Dennis hurt. Uh, De- Dred- he's lost
2: five yards.
1: <laughs> the penalty. Second and tr- second and fifteen. Dread handcuffed Dennis, then radioed for backup <laughs> and an ambulance to tend to the smo- shocked girl. But there was nothing he could do about Professor Frankenstein, who's still
2: standing he's, there. He's like, just st- mocking them. He's standing over like ten
1: feet and just like has a fist raised yeah. doing the ah you, you nasty kids <laughs> and he's got his briefcase still and the young lady's on a stretcher being carried off by a med team and fucking uh, uh, Dennis has his hands and cuffs in front of him and Dredd is thinking to himself Professor Frankenstein deserves the heaviest sentence I can hand out but my powers only extend up to the city boundary put a pin in that Go on for Rocket Frankenstein. But
2: he's gone outside. Too. Put a pin in that. Like the law master. Put a pin <laughs> in that, PK. We're gonna get there. Wait, was it the lawgiver? The guy from. Oh, PK. Okay, okay. okay. We're uh, ho- uh, I know.
1: We had a whole arc about this shit. Yes, he spent an entire arc in this book outside of Mega City 1 bringing law to the Cursed <laughs> Earth. Yes, we know. It was less than a 100 progs ago. <laughs> Shut up about it. It's in the same goddamn case file. I made a note. Moving on. But Andy... <laughs> I get it. Believe me, it's
2: stupid. I know. Okay. He's yelling from just beyond the boundary yeah, line. like his foot is on the line. Yeah. I know what you're thinking, Dredd. You have Dennis, but there's nothing you can do to stop me from making more DNA men. So he's still not dissuaded from yeah, he's he's just, doing it. He's just being a dick. But now we see the young
1: lady has woken up in her uh, her stretcher and she's looking at Dennis and Dennis is telling her, Dennis not want hurt. Dennis want be friends. And she like has her hand out yeah, like oh. pushing
2: him away. Yeah, keep away from me. you, you monster. my <clears> throat>, <clears> throat. It's okay. <clears> throat> I don't even want to think of you again.
1: Dennis love you. And she's like gasping and like recoiling from him.
2: Okay. Well, I don't love you. Don't you understand? Yeah, wow. <laughs> You're ugly! Ugly, ugly, ugly! Uh, and Dennis
1: has like a single tear coming single out tear of his one not bulging fly. eye. He's like, ugly, ugly, as he's like touching his face, like his hideous <laughs> face. And now he takes both of his fucking fists and hammers both the judges who were holding him. That's Judge Frost? Frost? Judge Rust. Frost. Frost, yeah, Judge Frost. I, I'm gonna write that one down. I didn't <laughs> pick, well, good picking that up. Judge Frost, cool. That's the only one whose name we see, though. And he hammers the both of them away as he yells out, "Ugly!" And uh, we have Judge Dredd yelling out from off-panel, "Hold that man!" And Dennis goes, breaks his cuffs, breaks his handcuffs,
2: which he could have done at any time. Like he's like Superman. That's such good writing. (laughs) <laughs> no one's ever done that before. I was especially... thinking like Hancock, like when Hancock's in prison and like he could just leave at any time, but uh, that... he chooses to serve his sentence. That was a good use of that trope. Yeah, I liked
1: that. Um, not so much, you know. Man not so steel, much, the... you know. Not so much Superman Man of Steel. Not no, so but well, like
2: the first half of Hancock, I like really like the first half. The second half got a little weird with the mythology and stuff. Oh yeah, once the other the other person's yeah. involved. Really? Yeah, I'll I'll agree
1: with that. Agree it was a that.
2: really good like idea of like what would a real super person be like who kind of didn't care. Yeah. I actually
1: appreciate uh yeah, I, I would have wished they would have kept with that line of reasoning versus... Yeah, you know, I wish they would have kept with that
2: plot. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway, uh, Dennis is charging across the boundary line. Judge Dredd has got his lawgiver in his hand, and he's calling out uh, and saying, He's crossed the line! You fools! You'll be lucky to keep your badges for this! You fucking hate us, Judge Dredd! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, I mean, it could have happened to him. But the scientist, uh, Frankenstein, is now smiling, and... And the frankenstein. you've got the line.
2: Good boy, Dennis! Come to daddy! Remember,
1: I told you, come to daddy. Remember, okay. daddy. There we go. Came back. Yeah. Um, but now Dennis has grabbed his father around the throat and is hoisting him up in the air. As uh, Professor says, "Dennis, what are you doing?" And uh, he's like kicking and screaming, and and his briefcase full of notes has fallen to the ground. Yeah. Go for it.
2: Dennis, you can't, you can't do this to me. I, I made you. Yes.
1: And now we see he has, like, smashed him through, like, holding up the professor, smashed him through a glass window on the edge, of, on the side of the bridge. Yeah. You make Dennis, you make Dennis ugly! As he, the monster and the professor go over the bridge together. Yeah. And the professor, as, as they're falling. Um, and Judge Dredd is just standing there, Fists on his hips, looking down, like not even that interested. Yeah, he's. It's more like, hmm, that's hmm. A weird outcome. They they say he thinks to himself, "They're both dead." Thank you, Dredd. Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
2: How do you know? Like, hmm,
1: definitely dead. They're both dead. It comes up it brings up the thing of like, uh,
0: is he dead?
1: Yes, he's blown <laughs> his brains out. Uh, thank you, Tommy Wiseau. I again,
2: of the movie like the two villains go flying through the window, land in their coffins, and, like, and they, like, land in their coffins, and they fall into the ground, and, like, Pugly goes, are they dead? And Wednesday goes, does it matter? And they just start pouring dirt oh on Oh, my top. God. I don't remember that That was fucking dark. Is it dead? Is it... The one that reminds me, I
1: think, of also is the, um, the, uh, fucking, uh, Boondock Saints, oh, yeah where the guy slams the gun down and it like shoots a cat and just blows up and it's like Is it dead? And it's just a fucking smear yeah. on the wall. There's no cat left. I love that bit. That's
2: <laughs> so fucking little Is it dead? I think I shot Marvin in the face. No, I,
1: I, shot Marvin in, I shot Marvin in the face. You gotta get that, that like, oh no. Oh, like a bummer.
2: Oh, I shot Marvin in the face. I shot Marvin in the face.
1: I love that. That Samurai Jack you shot in the face, you bastard. Yeah, that's
2: fucking, yeah. <laughs> that's Samurai Jack.
1: He's really good. I can't think of what his name is. I'm gonna uh, get it right
2: now. Uh, uh, See if you can get it. Oh, shit. Steve Ogden. No?
1: I bet you're close. Nope, not even close. Phil Lamar! Phil Lamar! Love that man. Love Steve you, Phil Steve Ogden
2: is the guy from The Walking Dead and the guy from GTA 5.
1: Long story short, <laughs> Judge Dredd is looking down. They're both dead. Thank you, Dredd, for telling us. They're both dead. <laughs> the law has strange ways of working. Which is a weird line. Does he think that the law is karma? Like,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I like, mean, honestly,
1: like, like, justice is like a you universal... Know, you
2: know how tr- people say God works mysterious ways yeah. to, to dread? The law is very godlike. god-like. Yeah,
1: I get that. That's very so fair. Yeah. But who can say that Professor Frankenstein did not receive justice? He sowed the seeds of his own destruction when he made Dennis the first, and hopefully the last, DNA man. End of Prague, the end, and we don't get a a, a next time. Coming no. Out. Yeah. Um. So, PK. Yeah, we're gonna go over those so, in just a minute.
2: So I'm looking at this panel. Yeah. Uh, Professor Mutant Lee Frankenstein drops his notes and then falls off the bridge. So the notes are the still notes around. The notes still exist. The notes still exist. If they want to do a sequel hook.
1: Uh, that's a fair point, honestly. So let's go and review this thing real quick. Settings in places. We have the Northways Bridge, the nearest exit from Mega City 1. In regards to where Professor Frankenstein's lab is, but interesting point. So since his DNA men were able to walk from his lab to Judge Dredd's apartment, we can assume... That because Judge Dredd works in, like, New York City, ruins of New York City, yeah. that this, that Norway's bridge, Northway's bridge, is the closest exit out of Sector 6, possibly.
2: Oh, so, so you
1: just says out of Dredd's jurisdiction. Yeah. Well, I mean, also out of, like, out of, uh, uh megacity Mega in general. But I think that it's the closest exit to Sector 6. Which might make sense, okay. honestly, because because
2: I think a few things. Go for it. Number one, we have a history of looking at Mega City One and seeing that the the, the ways into the city, yeah. are not specifically well guarded. Like he, Fair. he's like here's a little a little a little wall or a little door with like fucking bars on it. And he pushes everyone out and says, "Now you gotta leave." Yeah, Help by like a little padlock. Yeah, it's like ten guys who kick that down and go back. <laughs> is, is he gone? Yeah, let's go home. But remember, now we have the concrete curtain. We have the curtain, but it's nowhere to be seen.
1: It is. It's very interesting. The bridge does not. The bridge is going over open land. We don't know if it goes across a chasm of some kind. We don't know what if it if it extends. If they're like currently inside the wall, we don't know. Yeah. So,
2: and I, and, but they had people like restaurants and stuff loitering. You'd think it'd be under better guard than that if it's. A choke point in and out of the city but also it's a big open bridge with a
1: line but also there's like straight up like vendors and shit yeah like, like there's people the millions are, people are like oh i'm gonna go visit my grandma out in mutiland kind of thing like yeah it's like a toll booth almost so there must be like free and open movement out of the city the, it's no longer a prison exit. yeah right? so that's interesting to think about uh, we also have the Last Chance Bar, uh, one of the last establishments before entering the Northways Bridge to Mutiland.
2: So, I'm a sucker for tropes like that. I'm a sucker for like the, the middle, the the very last chance, the very last exit. Yeah. I, you know, I like that in, like, just video games and shit, like, uh, like Fallout New Vegas has a couple places where it's like, this is, the, this is the only place where you can get any kind of food or drink for our, for 10 miles. Jesus. That'd be fun. I, li- I always like that trope. I, I always like that trope. I always
1: think of um, "Hills Have Eyes" for that trope. Yeah, because that's a very like last, last gas kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, one thing we have to bring up also for characters: we have Mabel. We can assume her name is a young booksome woman selling goods to those who are about to exit to the cursed earth.
2: You know, she called she called Dennis ugly. Yep, but she's the ugly one.
1: It, because she judged the book the by inside. its cover. Yeah, she judged the book by its cover. Dennis was
2: a good guy. He didn't do he didn't do shit wrong, really.
1: And also, from a publishing standard, you should definitely judge a book by its cover. Yeah, because
2: um, it has the title on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, her products include fresh fruit, cake, and ice cream.
2: Fresh fruit? That's interesting. Yeah. That struck a chord with me.
1: We have not seen anything about fresh fruit so far. We have not seen
2: many plants growing that weren't heads.
1: Thank you for remembering the brain blooms. Yes. <laughs> The Brain Blooms, which let me scroll back real quick, because I looked up that shit. Uh, the Brain Blooms, oh, that's before that's before uh, Sheriff of the Moon. Yeah. Um, Brain it's Blooms. Before,
2: it's before Rico.
1: issue eighteen, wow. um, and it is the first prog after the Robot Wars. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that was a, a Monster of the Month kind of thing, is or Monster of the Week kind of thing. Other character we see named is Judge Frost. Again, You're survives, so- survives being named.
2: Yeah, and but, well,
1: Judge Dredd does say you might lose your badge for this. So he might not be a judge for much longer.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Items, technology, note. We
2: get synth the
1: Calf is back! It's brought back. Hooray. That was introduced ages ago.
2: God, it really um, hasn't been that long. It's been... Cause it's something that's stuck in my mind. It's
1: one of the first and only things that uh, that Walter served any of the judges. Um,
2: that's right. A fresh the Calf blue.
1: Yeah. Uh, Terrible slang, made up words, Judge Dredd one-liners. I love the line. Good boy, Dennis. Come to daddy. Like... I'm so glad that you made a point to, like, I thought you were saying daddy. Yeah. I'm like, good. That's the line later. Um, monsters, again, we have Dennis, not really, really new. But Dennis
2: is the most sympathetic monster, maybe.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Satanus is pretty sympathetic. No, that guy is a murdering to... monster. Since
2: Satanus is on the same level of for me, <laughs> I have That's one desire. Fair. To
1: kill and eat everything around me. Well, remember, Satanus doesn't just kill for, for oh, food. Yeah, he he, he kills, kills because he likes to kill. Yeah. So yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm joking, but I think I agree with that being a sympathetic monster in a way. Um, world building though.
2: I was secretly open <clears him throat> to live.
1: Oh yeah, maybe Joe and the Judge Force. We've had weirder judges, right? We have
2: had Judge Fergie. All <laughs> right, judge, I think Judge Jeff would be an improvement. I'd I'm
1: surprised Judge Dread didn't just go down there and be like, put a badge on his corpse. You're an honorary judge too <laughs> now. <The> judge, yeah. <laughs> You'll be great along with Judge Fish and Judge <laughs> Fergie in the sky. Um, World building. Interesting note here. So this is really specific. I want you to go back, open up your book again, go back to that last second-to-last page where we're looking at Mabel offering her cart, right? Okay. So this is very, very, very specific. Um, There is a garbage bin that reads, Litter, keep Mega City clean. And we know about littering laws in Mega City 1. However, all around the bin are papers, discarded cans of alcohol, and clearly an empty pack of smokes. Remember Prog 23, Smoker's Crime. The
2: Smokatorium!
1: You brought, I'm so happy you brought that shit up. That's why I put the pin in that, right? Okay. So does this show that Mega City 1 is backsliding into a more grungy dystopic future? Because now we're seeing litter. We're now, the streets aren't as clean. Yeah. There's like alcohol. Think of Cyberpunk,
2: I think of the games from 27 to when there's a, a, tr- a dump as big as the city, outside yeah. the city. Yeah, so. Um, I, have I have two possible theories. Go for it. Go for it. That's said a lot a lot. I'm ready if for I this. If I had a t-shirt, if I had a t-shirt, I have the spot, two theories. I have two theories. Okay, go for it. Um, number one, we're, we're suddenly retconning the utopian aspects of Mega City 1. Okay. You know, we're saying, oh, it's suddenly retcon without outright saying it, but uh, but we, uh, we don't want to have those utopian uh, aesthetics. Yeah. So, uh, uh, possibly number two, we're near the edge of Mega City 1. The law is a little less...
1: That Sturgeon, is urgent. That is
2: despite a, being within walking distance of Dredd's conv department. Well, we
1: don't know if it's walking distance per se. He could have taken like public transport or something that's, like that to get to the so true I guess we don't know if it's that close. Okay. but all the same it is...
2: It's like the outer the outer city might not have as strict as laws.
1: That makes sense, honestly. Like, a, so
2: the judge on patrol out here is like, I'll go there next but
1: week. we have seen a bunch of, like, cyber punks in the most recent episode, Punk, punk uh, most recent prog, Punks Rule. Yeah. Prog 109. So maybe we're getting more uh, closer to that. Yeah, they
2: specifically, said, they specifically said that because of the day the law died, the judge shortage, so...
1: There's more punks. There's there more... Are,
2: it's very much like again. I'm going to bring up Cyberpunk 2077. It's <laughs> okay. They have the uh, the one uh, part of the city um, Pacifica, which has no uh, police jurisdiction.
1: Yep, and they just don't bring that up. They just don't count crime out there, basically. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. At the one point, the mayor something Black Richard. No, Richard Nets, the founder. Um, I I said this before on the podcast, but I went down on Cyberpunk, <laughs> hole recently, and I wrote yeah. about. Morgan Blackhand, Johnny Silverhand, Spider, uh, 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 Soboru Ashitao. Um,
0: Oh my god. I know who you're talking about. The the, the, the family. The family that runs the Yeah,
2: But um, Morgan Blackhand is so fucking cool, by the way. Um, I hope he's in a DLC. I hope more than anything he... Anyway. um, I hope the
1: real game's in the DLC. Anyways, go on.
2: Um... We'll just about, what was about? Why are we gonna start with Frank in the first place?
1: Uh, talking about punks, a dysto- uh, slide into dystopia. Oh, litter. Oh
2: yeah. Uh, uh, the 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 mayor has has in the speech uh. specifically says that you know uh, crime has gone down. Everyone's like, yeah, because you stopped counting crime statistics from Pacifica. Yeah, the most heavily crime ridden area yeah. in the city. Yeah, It's like oh yeah, we stopped counting that place. Yeah. So I'm curious if does it show that like there's
1: less law on the outside of Mega City or on the edge of Mega City, or is it just we're backsliding? I'm really curious yeah. about that, which um, is
2: uh, uh, you know the opposite of what we have in the modern time, where the inner city is the least regulated areas of urban air areas. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Honestly, um, we also have to talk about the boundary line. So There's a painted line on the ground. Professor Frankenstein stands just outside of Mega City 1 limits, taunting Judge Dredd because the judge's powers only extend up to the city boundary. Did we not just have an entire arc where Judge Dredd brought law into the cursed earth? Like, I would have loved... For dread to have just, like, walk up to him and just drag him yeah, back. Yeah, drag, like, like,
2: drag him by the ear over a, the line. I served
1: law on the cursed earth before.
2: Yeah, like, that would have been a good thing, but instead of have him, like, taunting him. That'd be, like, like a good set trope, neater. you know. That'd be a good,
1: like, uh, what's it called? Circumventing the trope. Yeah, trope, yeah, you know? uh, yeah. Circumventing uh, the trope. Or uh, what's it, uh, uh... Subverting. Subverting expectations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so that would be very interesting.
2: We know words, we're smarter brain men. We two two brains are two brain men do podcast.
1: Two brains are more than one. Um but it is of just, I think it's just a very contrived way of getting Dennis to kill his master. It's... Much in the same way the original monster killed Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's
2: a it's, fairly contrived, no, it's a fairly contrived situation. It's
1: one of those things, we gotta fight Fergie with our bare fists. Like, There's one no better than he is. Oh my god, it's like, dude, no. But, it, you know, it was a golem thing. You know, you, yeah. spare, you, you show pity and it comes back around to help. Um. So, Death Count. Wow this issue dread kills the last two dna men with his lawgiver yep dennis kills his master professor frankenstein and himself when they plunge off the side of the northway bridge well, pk do you have well, any other like bits of information or things you want to talk about for our Prague 114 uh, our last prog of the case files wow.
2: um i i I, just, I like the name milton d frankenstein because i've been into one piece again a lot lately and they have the 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 name of D, the will of D, going around in that. It's just a lot of a lot of important people have the middle initial D. Oh, Monkey D. Luffy, Monkey D. Dragon, his father. Uh, uh what's his name? White Beard, Black is like William D. Tech, Marshall D. Tech. Okay. Um, and uh, just it's important. Okay. Okay. So for some reason. We don't know yet, but We don't know yet, but they have, they have listened. It. It's not a coincidence. They have said, the will of D is, is becoming uh, unstable again, or something like that.
1: Huh. That's weird.
2: Okay. So, Milton D. Frankenstein is possibly a member of the, wielder of the will of D. Um, okay. That's, he's
1: maybe part of it, perhaps. But it's very, very, very out there reference, I would say. Yeah, so.
2: also it was made 30 years later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready to hear what we have coming up down the pipe? Oh, hey, okay. God, yes. So, Next time, the
2: week.
1: next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast, we celebrate finishing our second case file omnibus. Yeah, what will we do for our fortieth episode? Maybe we'll watch the 1995 Judge Dredd movie, I can uh, that movie. and review that movie because I want to. Ta- I want to watch it and like take notes. Yeah, doing we watched
2: it. it once before, but that was like a first time viewing for you. Yeah. Now that the spectacles, have, we, gotta, we gotta go through it with a fucking observant eye. You
1: gotta go go through it with a fine tooth comb, you know? Yeah. Um, there's that as an option. Or we could wind up doing something uh, else, which I can't talk about yet. We'll see about it. We'll see. We'll see how it works okay. out. Okay. I, I want to. I'm thinking of like. It's it's kind of funny. I, I'm. We're I'm,
2: all of Nemesis the Warlock. I'm
1: doing the thing we're where take like a break. We're I'm, gonna... I'm doing the thing where I think of like, well, you know, I don't want to do too many crazy in case we go through like 10 case <laughs> files, which we'll never do. But you know, fuck it. If you're listening to this in the future, Andy, post this episode one, two. <laughs> if you haven't, two. You don't think that we're gonna make it to like? I mean, how many case files we're we really gonna make it through? Like, there's
2: there's, there's literally. Well, I'm still significantly enjoying this. I'm really enjoying it. So, like, I have no intent of uh, slowing down. I'm really impressed
1: that we've gone this far. I never thought we'd get this far. I never thought we'd get here. Well, PK, if that's all we're gonna have, next time, I'll see you next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name's Andy. I'm PK. And this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from (laughs) the The distant Distant Present. present.